0: All right. This is the third installment of the T L N D podcasting.
1: T L N D podcast. I was going to
0: say T L N D radio, but who are we fooling here? You know. Mm. Uh,
1: Podcasting's so, the new radio.
0: That's right. It's future, and this is uh, Josh, Jack, and uh, also the other host is B Lion.
1: B Lion. Did I interrupt your great uh, introduction here?
0: No, no, but I had number that... number one
1: podcast on iTunes.
0: That's right. I no, I had that intro planned for a while. Actually, I was going to do that last Monday. Oh,
1: um,
0: I texted uh, Nick again. I didn't hear back from him. He might text back. I said around eight thirty. But uh, listen, if he doesn't, maybe I'll just leave the guy alone because I don't like I don't like asking people for anything. You
1: know. And you don't like Nick. Yes.
0: Yeah, you true. don't like
1: asking people for anything. Now, do you mean in? Just in life, not just in comedy, but in life. Yeah. You don't like
0: it? Yeah, I, I don't like... I It goes from my... Ch- it's, it starts from my childhood that uh, I would text people. If it was just to hang out, I felt like it's just a neat uh, thing I have. I feel like I'm bothering people or I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know, something about it. Just, I don't know. I never liked really... Asking people for it. I, most pe- people I've ever been friends with, I never asked them for anything. I never, I was never the guy to borrow stuff from people. I had this friend in high school that I, he, he treated me like shit after high school. It was weird. In high school, I, I used to lend this kid video games. I let him my CD player. I gave him uh, bus tokens. I used to give him money, let him copy off my work. And then after high school, he just stopped talking to me for no reason. And I was fine with it, but I was thinking. Yeah wow what a fucking uh dick because i never asked that kid for shit but
1: did that guy single-handedly like make you uh never want to like did he make you lose faith in human beings
0: no no i mean there's a lot i mean there's a lot of people who i've stopped being friends with but uh it was weird just because like uh you know actually he's i don't know if you ever heard some of the prank calls he did he's he's on some of my old prank calls his name's carl Oh, really? Yeah, so if you go back, if you go to the SoundClick Josh Pranks page, we used to do prank phone calls together. Not to say we were that close, but we, he was kind of like me. He had, we didn't go out that much, you know, so we would do prank calls on Friday night and stuff. i known him since 8th grade, and then it's weird. I saw him right, he still lives, I think, a few blocks from me, and I see him once in a while, but it's just weird how usually he could at least say, hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore. He just stopped being my friend, which I was fine with, but it was just weird how uh, he just uh, waited till after high school, but, uh, You know, listen, uh, not just him, but in general, I don't ask people for anything. I try not to, you know, I don't.
1: No, I got, I, I've definitely got some of those uh, tendencies, not liking to ask for help. Um, What if you're, I don't even like if, if my car breaks down, I, I I fucking dread that simply because I hate to ask people for a jump and it happens often enough that uh, it is a problem. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. Does it make you not want to share things with other people as well?
0: No, I don't really. I don't really have people asking me for stuff. But um, you know, because I, like I said, I don't really talk to much people anymore. But um, the only thing I really wanted from people was just to hang out, and it seemed like that was that was uh, difficult. You know, people would like I said, they would only hang out if they were not if they had nothing else going on. I'm the guy you hang out with if you got just. Nothing else going on in your life. You know your other better friends are busy, or you're getting laid or something. You know.
1: Yeah. No. You know. I. I. I get that. Um. When I turned twenty-one, I had friends who, you know, hung out with me during that time. And then once they turned twenty-one and they could get alcohol, it was over. Mm. So I get that. Um. Yeah. So. you you, what happens like you are, are you saying that just do you do you kind of feel like you're closed off to people now that you know you've had years of dealing with just shitty people
0: i mean i think it's always been like that uh i started getting really passive aggressive about it in high school because uh uh all the kids i used to hang out with they they one by one like slowly started stopped hanging out with me and then this one kid he was this albanian kid yeah. I never knew what an Albanian kid was until I met him. But he, he introduced me to all these Albanian kids. And I knew we weren't going to be friends anymore because yeah. I, was like, I was like his only friend. And then one day he said, hey, you want to play some basketball? And I go, sure. So go to play some basketball. And there's like 13 Albanian kids. And I was like, oh, this guy's not going to hang out with me anymore. And then I didn't hear what? from that guy for like a year. And then he just calls me out of the blue. And I said, uh, why don't you just call your Albanian friends? Oh, <laughs> uh but i but he was kind of confused by it but i said I, w- I wasn't trying to be racist by the way when i said albanian friends but i was yeah. saying to him i was like you know why don't like uh, how, what are your friends busy or something like you, you, yeah i haven't heard from you in forever and now it's like and then he kind of he was he was i think he was stunned he was just like i i don't know why you're saying that and i was like well it's the truth and even though it's probably in that situation better off just not to bring that up i'm the type of guy that Even though I can be, I guess that's why I'm negative, I'll just be honest and go, oh, you're only hanging out with me because of this. I'll say that. And people don't like that, but I think part of me just doesn't care. I'll just say it anyway. I go, ah, you're just only hanging out with me because, so, like I said. Is it always
1: um, true? Do you think it's always true?
0: I think most of the time it's true, but I I don't think people like to admit when they're using people. You know, like, if someone is using you for something, they don't want to admit it. It just sounds shitty. You know, it's just truth. It's just like well, when you you see like yeah. a a gold digger chick, she's dating some guy for his money. You never hear them say, "Oh, by the way, I'm only dating this guy for his money." It's always like, "No, he's great. I I like him."
1: Yeah, this fucking ugly ass 70-year-old dude. <laughs> he's so hot. Yeah, I totally get it. Um
0: I just heard you- sorry to cut you off. I just heard back from uh, Nick. He said uh He's busy working again. This guy's a worker now. So he said, "Let me know what time you're doing it next week." So
1: uh, I don't know. Okay. Now is he? Uh, is he? What's his joke? Um, so well, it's interesting. So that Nick uh, doing the show, or, or us doing the show right now without Nick. I mean, he's kind of the. He is the origin of that phrase: "True life, not Doritos." So I was assuming. In the past, I was assuming that he would be, like, a, a big part of the show.
0: No, he doesn't have to be. I mean, this is still our show. I thought we could just have him on maybe, like, once in a while. Because, uh, you know, I, I mean, I picked that title just because, I mean, you know, I didn't want to... We could have called it the BJ show, but it was just, like, I thought it would be something different. But um, he doesn't have to be part of the show at all. Um, you know, but I just as far as... I don't have a lot of guests, you know, booked up, you know, so
1: is that um something you'd like to do with the show get get some guests on
0: I would but I'm off of Facebook so I can get uh, I can post some ads on Craigslist that's usually what I prefer to do cuz I always found people on Craigslist they're not more interested in comedians but they're at least more open and, like I've interviewed maybe 3 or 4 girls on Craigslist about their dating and sex life and yeah. uh it was pretty funny it was pretty fun uh to talk to just someone who's not a comedian not to say comedians aren't good cuz like I said, I've had comedians say, "Oh, can you edit this out, or you know, take that down, and all that paranoid shit." You know, especially these pothead comedians are all paranoid about everything.
1: Yeah. You ever you ever uh, have a guest on your on a show of yours, and they're so high that you can't. Even, you're like, "Fuck! I wish I didn't start interviewing this person."
0: No, but I think it's more of the behavior. Like I said, like the paranoia and stuff. It's like I right. I got to a point. I was like, I don't think I want to work with people in comedy who smoke weed. Yeah, uh,
1: that's that's a large pe- amount of people you're cutting out.
0: So, yeah, it really is because comedians don't drink anymore, and a pot What is the like...
1: fuck is that? It's so weird that there's so many pothead. I think it has something to do with like people smoking to like think of ideas or something, and just generally being. Yeah, I think it's got it's got to be, right? I don't well, know.
0: Well, they they're trying to be like George Carlin. Remember George Carlin said he would write his whole act at a sober and then he would rewrite it high and he would make I it funnier? I didn't
1: hear about that until very recently.
0: You know, I just That's... watched an old clip of Doug Stanhope when he was 23 years old and I guess he was a year into comedy and he had like this mullet, like really long hair and he was he was drunk on stage and he was killing and it was and I was just it made me think about the comedians today, how most of them either smoke pot or they don't drink at all. I don't think that. Uh, listen, I, when I started out, I didn't. I think I had a beer my first time on stage just because I was uh, nervous and I thought I needed it. It was at Helium Comedy Club and there was yeah. like fifty people there. But that's I, a
1: hell of a place to do your first set.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I talked about this before. I don't know if on this show.
1: I don't know that you did it on this show, but no, I
0: not this show. I mean, maybe a, a past interview for my show with you. But I, looking back at it now, I actually did the. There's no right way to do this comedy thing. I think I actually did it backwards. Most comedians I talked to told uh. me, I want to go to a place like this, meaning the Northeast Cabaret, a shithole, and just get your bombs out of the way, try to build up that five minutes, and then go to Helium. And when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's smart. I just went. Here's the thing I went to two open mics before I started comedy. So I went to the Northeast Cabaret with my sister uh february of 2009 uh about seven months before i started and we were we didn't realize we're the only two people in the audience (laughs) and we were sitting there in the back and all the comics were behind us they were up one by one and nobody clapped for anybody nobody clapped for anybody nobody it was so miserable not only did everybody bomb but at least now it's kind of supportive we clap for each other it was nobody clapped for anybody they all bombed and then about two months later, I went to Helium Comedy Club, and I was looking around the room, I was like, holy shit, this is an actual comedy club. You know, you see member memorabilia of, like, Mike Birbiglia and all these top-notch guys, and yeah. um, it was like a it was like a full crowd in the summer, and it was, like, energy in the room, and there was new comics, there was veterans like John Kensington and McGonagall and all this stuff, and it was just great, and I was like, fuck, I want to do my first time here, fuck that other place. So looking back at it now, I guess I did the wrong thing, but i wanted to get my material tested in front of an actual audience not eight comedians who are just miserable who are just going right so that's why i went to helium but i guess maybe that's... that wasn't the right thing to do
1: well that is interesting maybe did you uh, didn't you have like a decent set actually for your first set like in terms of audience
0: looking back yeah. at it now at the time i thought i did okay Here's I'll, I'll tell you the right things that I did and the wrong things now that I do this now. Uh, first, of all, I would say in general, I actually bombed, but uh, it was because it was like 50 people and they were being a very supportive audience. They were kind of laughing. John Kenzel's laugh was in the video, and I didn't know John Kenzel at the time, his laugh. So my sister saw my first time, and she was like, hey, at least one guy was laughing in the back. I was like, yeah, I think that was a comic. And then it took me, you know, after I met John Kenzel, I realized, oh, that was him. I, I opened up with a rape joke. I, <laughs> I told everybody in high school, if I ever do comedy, my first joke is going to be a rape joke. And sure enough, I did a really uh, not even smart rape joke. And uh, I, I, the right things that I did was I put the microphone close to my mouth. Now, I see a lot of people do comedy for the first time. They put the microphone very low away from their mouth for some reason. I guess it's a very mm. nervous thing to do. Another thing that I did right was I walked around the room. like I I said, fuck this. I'm not going to stand there just in case I shake. Because I used to shake when I used to do presentations in high school. Right, right. So I said, I'm going to walk around like I'm some fucking professional comic. So I'm walking around the stage, pacing around like I'm some fucking legend. But the material was not top-notch. But one of the jokes I did that I actually still do now, it got a a decent response. So all in all, uh, when I went to the bathroom, I think some comic or somebody said, hey man, good set. But I would say, all in all, it was an okay set. Uh, But um, I'm glad I did it at Helium, looking back at it. Even though it was probably the wrong thing to do, just because I wanted the comedy club experience. I didn't want the fucking miserable, uh, there's no audience shit. Right. Now, what about your first time? Did you do it in a bar?
1: So I actually did. So so my my first time doing an open mic is interesting because I actually didn't for the longest time, even do an open mic at a comedy club. Um, I started out, I did an open mic, this is like July of 20, or 2009. Um, it was placed in uh, Jenkintown, Pennsylvania, for the global audience, of course. Yeah. Um, and it, the place was called uh, Fig Cafe. It was a, a hookah bar. And uh, the, the, what is it, the Middle Eastern, you know, you know what a hookah bar is? Yes. Okay. Uh, you weren't a, you're not like a young fucking teenager, so I didn't hmm. know if you knew what that shit was. But anyway, um, I was 18 or so, and I went there, and I drank, had drank some Kahlua from my parents' refrigerator, just to get kind of, you know, amped up for it. Then anyway, I went in. And I had to buy, like, some falafel or some Indian thing uh, because to pay my money. Or to, yeah, it just like a two-drink minimum, except this was like two falafel minimum. I went there, sat, didn't talk to anybody. It was a bunch of musicians. I uh, brought my video camera there so I could document it. And I was nervous as hell. I got up on stage. I sort of had a set, but not really. Um which has kind of been my trend since then too. And I, um, yeah, I was kind of, I had sort of an out of body experience of feeling not like my body was traveling around the room or anything like that, but I was like, kind of like when somebody, when somebody experiences a traumatic or shocking event where you're just like, feel like you're not even there. That's what this was. I felt like I wasn't even there really doing it. I was so freaked out and weird. And looking back at it, I mean, I don't have like the full tape of it. I I feel like I did an okay job. I had an okay reaction. Uh, Luckily, I mean, I didn't, there weren't really comics there. So I don't know if that was good or bad. If like maybe their bar for what's funny isn't that high since it was basically a musician's uh, open mic. Mostly
0: for music, so that was my first experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, music comedy open mics can be good, and they can be. I, when you when you said the hookah, I, I was thinking about the. Uh, I, I think I remember. I you might have told you about this a while ago. That John Rice, he used to have an open mic called the. Uh, it was in Hatboro, not too far from Crooked Eye, about fifteen minutes. It was called no. the Blue Eyed Hookah Lounge, and one Mister oh, PA. I know
1: that place.
0: And. Here's the funny thing. So I'm hanging out with John Rice one night, and we don't hang out much. I don't hang out with community as much, but I took him to the Salsa place. Uh, he wanted to do, you know, check out the salsa spot. I was telling him, about. so we go to do salsa, and he goes, "Oh, I got a meeting with this guy to run an open mic. You wanna, you wanna go?" And I was like, at the time, I was unemployed. I was like, "Fuck it out, whatever." So we go, and we can just tell the place was not for comedy. Like we walk in, and it was like a Thursday, a Tuesday night, and there was like college kids there, and they're like, you know, doing the hookah, and it's like very loud. And it was, like, really small, and the guy was like, yeah, we want to, we think about doing open mic here. And me and John Rice was looking at it, other. I was like, this isn't going to work. And he's like, yeah, I know. I was like, why don't you just tell the guy? Like, I don't I don't know. So John Rice is like, so the guy was, like, talking to John Rice, he's like, how much can I pay you, like, to get this running? So first, John Rice, I think, he was like, ah, probably just $20, you know. Uh-huh. Ten, no, he was like, five, ten, the first he said 10 He said probably just $10 and stuff, and maybe some free hookah. But then John Rice later, later told him 20 So... Try to promote it on Facebook. We get it running. He gets it running. I should say I didn't run the thing, and I get there. I get a ride to there by I think Goat and I went together, and it was just pretty much cabaret comedians, you know, uh, just the usual guys, and uh, you know, it it was just just like we described. It was awful. It was like we go inside and they put the open mic to the right of the room, and then the left the room. It's everybody just ignoring us, just doing hookah. So at first they wanted us to. John Rice opens his setup. He's trying to talk to the audience. They didn't even look at him. They're just doing their hookah. (laughs) So I just went straight to the comics. I just walked away from them. And it was a really weird night. I think he did three of them, and then that was it. It just didn't work, and we knew it was just not the place for comedy.
1: Yeah, so that place, if I remember right, and I never went there for open mics. I went there for somebody's birthday the longest time ago. Uh, is that the place? It's it's only about the size of like somebody's living room, I think.
0: Very small place. Very yes.
1: small. Um, I would assume you're kind of standing between two groups of people when you're doing the open mic.
0: Well, on, a, on on the side we're at, it was like six or seven comics, and right. then on the other side, it was like about nine or ten college kids. And one of them was listening a little bit. He actually went up to do some time. He was just fucking around. He just he he roasted one of the comics a little bit, and he was just fucking around. But uh, but then actually, later in the night, a few college kids were listening, you know, and they're they're into it a little bit. But they got there too late when like the last three comics were on. They got because we started the show like nine something. They got it's it's a late crowd, They're college kids. I guess they go to fucking I don't know Bucks County, wherever they go, and they just uh, you know, fucking uh, you know, just want to party, I guess, and do their fucking hookah. But we knew it wasn't going to work. We can just tell, and that's the thing I was trying to say to this one guy. I remember when we were doing the B J the B J and Ed show, which what well, it lasted two episodes. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, hey, we've
1: lasted three episodes with this, so that's right.
0: We've we've done it. We've already exceeded our expectations. That's right. Um so we were we're doing it, I was telling you, I had a show coming up and it was in a fixie a bike fixie hipster coffee shop near Temple Campus. Yes. And very I up. knew I knew by looking around that wasn't a place for comedy, but I cleaned it up. I did like you know mostly puns, and I did a clean set. Only problem is I didn't have it recorded because the guy he didn't tell me when I was going up, and I didn't get my recorder out. It's a shame I could have had a clean tape, even though it would have been audio. Uh, but you know, uh, it was there was a few comics there that are cursed and stuff. But it was it, it was it's a very small coffee shop, and you just I try to tell people like if you're going to have an open mic for comedy, you know you gotta. Uh, have a closed door, either an upstairs, a downstairs, a back room. It's got to be by itself. You know, just like the Crooked Eye Brewery, that open mic started out good because the patrons were being very uh, supportive. You know, they they were like, "Okay, this is cool." And after a while, they were going outside in the cold to drink their beers. That's how that's how bad they didn't want to hear comedy. Maybe uh-huh. was, <laughs> that's Where why. That's how you know that place was going downhill. They were like, "Fuck this! Let's go outside in thirty degrees and talk." Because you know, if we it's kind of funny how you put an open mic in a bar or something. It could be jerseys or you know Crooked Eye, and all of a sudden you know people are just trying to hang out and do what they usually do, and you have a microphone. And you're like, hey, shut the fuck up! And it's just like you know it's kind of rude when you think about it. It's like these people are just trying to you know do what they would do on a, to- a Wednesday night or Thursday night or Sunday night, and you're like, hey, shut the fuck up!
1: Yep. That's so a... interesting. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, actually. I don't know if you were there the night a guy literally said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It was like group of girls, and they got pissed off and ran outside. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that guy, the funny thing about him is, I remember that guy. He was like some storytelling comedian, and he actually, I think you might have been there that night. You remember that night, uh, That that puppet chick, Joyce and Edna...
1: Oh my
0: god. So, for the, for the audience, Joyce Ananda is a is a woman, she's an older middle-aged lady, looks like an art teacher that shot up a school. She would have a <laughs> puppet, and she would talk to the puppet, like, do a really high voice, like, ah, oh, yeah! And she wanted to be, like, a family comedian, which is fine. And she came out one night to the, uh, Café La Fontaine open, mic before it was Crooked Eye Brewery. It was a nice back room. It actually, it was nicer, I thought, than Crooked Eye, because it had a nice back room. And, uh, yep. she, so... Uh, I said something about her titties. I was joking. Around. She had big titties. I was like, you must have been a nice titty muffin when you were in high school. Something like that. I was just fucking around. Yeah. And that same guy I heard after I left, they told me about this later, he was like, oh, I can't believe he said that. That was not right. That was not nice. He should have said that. That was terrible. It doesn't matter if she's a comic or an audience. That guy, you know? And then that guy ended up telling a bunch of uh, girls you know, to shut the fuck up. Uh, so it's kind of funny how he...
1: That's the same, dude. So... Yeah. So he, he, he thinks it's better to go on stage and insult the audience than make a mild joke about the, uh, a fellow comedian. That's very strange. Was he like? Do you think he was trying to get laid with her?
0: I think so. I think he wanted a titty fucker with a puppet on his dick or something. <laughs> Dude, I hate to do this, but I got to take a dump. I know every time. I don't know. This, <laughs> right. this, every time we do, uh, we do a podcast, I think it's just a timing. and this is a time where I usually make a bowel movement.
1: Okay, let me, you got like a special me, uh, time every let, day, you gotta do it?
0: Yeah, maybe, let me call you back in about five ten minutes.
1: Okay.
0: Alright. Okay. okay, so I'm already recording, yeah, so for the, I had to, this is the second time this happened, I had to take a, <laughs> I had to make a, I was actually holding it in, and it wasn't bad, and then it just got to the point where I was like, I have to take a shit.
1: Do you, um, man, do you, how how many, how many dumps a day do you usually take?
0: Oh, so you think I shit a lot because just I
1: don't know. I don't know. It seems like you talk about it a lot on your on your show.
0: Oh well, you know what's the funny thing is sometimes when I'm doing my, my own podcast, it might just be bad I think I said a bad time and I just uh I'll end up, you know, pausing it and I I don't pause it, I just I, I just stop it and then I take a shit and I come back and go, Oh, by the way, I just took a shit because no one's listening to it, so it's not like you know. But um It depends. You know, I eat foods I shouldn't eat sometimes. Like, today, I didn't eat nothing crazy. But I think I did have, like, some chocolate snack cakes earlier. So, if I eat something... Ding-dongs? What's that? Ding-dongs? No, I had, like, a peanut butter tasty cake, and then I had a brownie, and that was earlier. But, uh, it depends what I eat. Like I said, sometimes I make the soft chicken. Actually, this happened a few months ago. Oh, by the way, before we continue the shit stories, I was going to say, do you have anything else to say about the puppet lady or anything?
1: The puppet lady, so, um, yeah, she said she wasn't a huge fan of the cursing and the the dirty jokes. I know she also, my dad, actually, one of the very few times he's going to an open, like, he saw her and he was, we were, like, kind of talking to her after the show. She does, like, kids' birthday parties and shit. Other than that, really, don't have much to say about Joyce and Edna.
0: (laughs) yeah okay so i just wanted to bring that i thought that'd be cool for the podcast so back to the shit story um i was at the cabaret of course i think this was last season i think it was in uh i don't know but i made some soft chicken tacos and i loaded up with hot sauce and i fucking went to the cabaret and i took like three shits before i think i went on stage and i think i took one after I, i took i'd never shit that much i think in public ever it was pretty gross, but... Uh, well, he
1: did well by John. What's that? Uh, comedian John Kensel, I think, put those toilets up uh,
0: Oh, yes. Yes, he did. and uh, Did he really? I, I think he did. I think he. Everyone makes jokes about the urinals. Every single comic goes, Oh, you guys see the urinals? And I think John Kensel put that up high to mess with Ed McGonagall. <laughs> Fucking Ed yeah, so I, I don't, so but some days I do shit a lot, but it depends. I do eat stuff, I mean, I, I think about this sometimes. I think I punish I punish myself sometimes, not even all the time, just sometimes, you know, I'm just like, you know, not, not by eating, but subconsciously, because if I have something to do, like if I have work in the morning, like today, I didn't eat too bad, but if I, you know, sometimes I'm going out at night, I'll make a mistake, I'll like eat something, you know, like I'll put some jalapenos on my burger, and I'm like, and then I know if I eat that. There's a chance if I go out, I'm gonna have to take a shit, and I go, ah, well. And then when my stomach is fucking burning, I'm like, what a fucking idiot! Like, why'd you do that?
1: Wait, so do, are you saying that you actually do this sometimes intentionally to punish yourself, or is Well, that just-
0: I think I do because it has. Because if I, if you do something to yourself and you know later it's gonna hurt you, then I think that is kind of punishing yourself.
1: Are you? See, it could be that, or you could be you're like so addicted to. Hot foods that you can't like control. Like, I've already. This is maybe my second day in a row that I've eaten hot peppers, and I I already know I gotta stop doing it because you know, fucking. First of all, you shit green, for whatever reason, and it just. I just want to die. Like when I'm after that, I'm like, this is not oh, worth. Oh,
0: oh, by the way, I know what that's from. That's from. Uh, you must ate some fruit roll ups because it's from True. vitamins. What the fuck? That happened to me. I used to, eat, I, I would eat a whole box of fruit roll-ups <laughs> yeah. and then I would, I would take a, a green shit and I think someone brought that up once somewhere and they were like, oh, that's from vitamins. And did you know that if you, if you drink Pepto-Bismol, it makes your shit black?
1: Black? But yep. pepto is pink, right?
0: Yeah, but it's just, it has nothing to do, that's just the coloring of the product. That's nothing to do. The product itself makes your shit black because I had a really bad stomachache so I drank some Pepto-Bismol And uh, I remember somebody talked about it somewhere. It might have been on a show. And it's true. It's just the next day (laughs) when you go, it's it's really dark. It's like beyond brown.
1: What the fuck? So. Got any other stories of, uh, of, Ingesting things and having different colors. Of I mean, shit. I got.
0: To- I actually have tons of shit stories, but uh, I actually when I first started interviewing people for JoshCast, I actually write. I used to write kid questions down, and I used to ask every comedian, "Do you have a shit story?" I actually did that out back to the humor a few times, and no comedian would ever tell me a shit story. But I think everyone has um, it.
1: You may have asked me that, and I, I. don't know if I ever had a shit story, but I think but every
0: I should- everyone's either almost shit themselves or had a time where something like that happened. Everybody, I think, but nobody Dude. wants to. Talk about. I
1: it. I don't know if um if you remember this, but um, you were actually on the phone with me as I was shitting. Oh yeah. My, shitting myself.
0: Oh, shitty yourself.
1: Do you remember this?
0: No, I don't think you ever told me. Now, did you call me? Because I've rarely called you, so you had yes. Yeah,
1: so so why so would you I call me you. if you're about to shit yourself? No, no, no. So so I called you, and I I don't think I pl- had planned this, and I don't think I. I knew that I was going to shit myself when I called you. That wasn't like my—I wasn't calling you just so I could shit myself over the phone. Uh, what happened was, uh, I used to often ingest uh, cough syrup and other things, and uh, I would be up late at night, and I'd be really bored, and I'd call people way too late. Uh, many people have been subject to this, but I think I'd call you probably the most, and and um and i was sitting on a computer chair i still remember this i'm actually i don't know why i still have this chair i'm actually sitting on the chair right now it's got like a mesh back to it and mm-hmm. and i just started shitting myself and i actually said i want to i actually told you i said i want you to know that i'm shitting myself right now
0: see I, I you might have said that to me and i probably thought you were goofing
1: you probably thought i was Yes, you probably thought that very disgusting. There's a mesh back on the chair. It was <laughs> it was coming out. It was dripping through the mesh and getting all over. It is just very disgusting, and I just I don't know why I felt the need to let you know it was happening at the time.
0: Man, yes, I never I, knew that. I never knew you shit yourself. So
1: yeah, it's it's very very sick behavior because if you think about it, at any time I could have. Gotten off the chair to go to the bathroom, and yet I, I stayed sitting there. I don't know. I must have been very high. Um, hmm. Well, which I know is kind of a pet peeve of yours, right? <laughs> all these drug.
0: No, I, I don't have a. I don't have a problem with anybody who smokes weed. I, I. I'm fine with it. I just, as far as working with comedians, I don't like comics that just are paranoid. You're like, oh, take this down, and you know, the oh, people going to hear it. I don't care if people don't hear it, and, and all that. Or they, you know, whatever, you know, that's, that's the only problem I have, I don't care who smokes what, um, but I was gonna say, uh, I, I, uh, while we're talking about shitting stories, which I can go on and on, uh, one of the worst times I shit myself was, um, this, I, I, I I failed the, uh, I failed two classes in 10th grade, and I, I had to go to summer school, and this is the first day of summer school, so the night before, went to this cheesesteak place called Steve Steaks, and, uh, I put, um, bell pepper, this is what I talk about, about punishing myself, I knew I had to get up for school the next day, and I knew these bell peppers give me diarrhea, but that's a fuck, so I put these bell peppers on it, and my mom is like, I'm trying to take a shit in the morning, like, my, I know I have to shit, and my mom's like, you gotta be late for school, you failed already, and you know, you're already fucking up, it's the first day, you're gonna fucking fail, and I'm like, I gotta shit, so she's rushing me, so I left the house without shitting. <laughs> so I get she she shows me where to you know she had, like a baby she walks me to school because you know she wanted to make sure I went, I knew where it was and stuff. So I'm there and they wouldn't open up the doors. Just set on the piece of paper. What the doors supposed to open at? Eight fifteen. I'm waiting around. I'm waiting around. So I have to take a shit. And at first it wasn't that bad. And I'm and it's fun. And it's weird. All these kids are coming up to me that I saw. Hey, what's up? And I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. I'm just miserable. I'm trying to walk away from people so i'm trying to fart and then it got to the point where you know you do this thing where you're like sucking the poo in your asshole you're just trying to suck it back in and pushing yourself <laughs> out so i'm doing that for like tw- I-, I held it in for 20 30 minutes i, sh- I was stupid i should looking back now i should have just went to somebody in the front and said look i really have to go to the bathroom it's emergency can i please go and they probably would let me go i started walking home and it was a long way you know home as i'm walking away I just shit myself and it was, I went behind this bank. I took out some loose leaf paper and I jammed it in my ass and I got shit over my hands. (laughs) It was all over the paper. I threw it and then I, it wasn't, it was about maybe a 30 minute walk, maybe longer. I power walked from the, sc- the, the school to my house and when I got my mom was like yelling what the?" I was like I fucking shit myself I, was, like, I told you I had to fucking shit and when I got in the house there, there was like poop balls they had to clean my sister and my mom had to clean up that like fell out of my shorts What? and I go in and I take a shower it was all over my thighs it was in my pubes it was everywhere I took the longest shower I think I've ever took and then I when I went there, they still didn't call my name, like I got there it was like nine something and I think they they still didn't call my name to get my classes and it was terrible dude it was it was like the shittiest, literally the shittiest day I think I've ever had as far as school wow. goes was... so did your
1: mom did she say, hey, I'm sorry, I shouldn't
0: have rushed you? No, but she, but I, I guarantee she was in her head like, yeah, I fucked up. It's like, you know, I told her I had this shit. I'd say, and <laughs> I, I was late a lot in school. I don't know why. This is weird. In 12th grade, I, I passed on my classes. I graduated, but I, I was late for my first period class a lot because for some reason, whenever my stomach hurt it always hurt in first period class. It always hurt at the beginning of the day. And I tried to eat different times of the day i would try to eat as soon as i got home from school i try to eat at night before i went to bed no matter what time i ate and in the morning i would try to make myself poo i would just strain and then my mom would scream you're gonna miss the bus you're gonna be uh, i mean you're gonna be late and i was late a lot so at the end of the year they told me i had had like 85 latenesses and they're like you have to go to saturday detention and this is like a week before graduation i said okay i just never showed up they did nothing (laughs) <laughs> it's like, they, they, they didn't do anything. They didn't even But you bring still it graduated. Huh? Yeah. It's not like they took my diploma back. They were just like, like what are they going to do? You know? It's like, they didn't do shit. So I was uh, late a lot in school. So I don't know. Maybe I have some sort of IBM thing. But I have just ate so much spicy foods.
1: Do you think you hated school so much it made your stomach churn?
0: No. I just think that it's just what I ate. I mean, not all the time. I just... Uh, fucking, I would just, like I said, I would eat shit that had lots of spices, lots of meat and everything, and that's what does it for me, and,
1: and you, so you still, you do that still, you continue to, I've cut back with it I
0: can't fuck with hot peppers anymore, like, I can, I can, uh, you know, I can, I can mess with hot sauce, but, uh, peppers, every once in a while, like, I can put some, a jalapeno or two or something, but I can't, if I eat peppers, I, I bleed out of my, my
1: poo, so why did you have to go today just now? Did it was that a hot spicy shit? No, I just had the no? shit.
0: I just yeah. had the shit. I like I said I it sometimes around this time of day I take a dump.
1: Okay, that's cool. That's The um have you ever shit yourself in, how many times have you actually shit yourself? Like Oh, oh man. You know, in well, your pants. I uh,
0: I would say well, the shit in your. Let me ask you a question: If I take a shit outside and I don't actually shit myself, does that count as shit myself?
1: Um, huh. Like you had to go so bad that you had to just go right then and there. Yeah. Um, I'll let that slide.
0: Okay, so those times because I've taken shits in parks before, just went behind a tree. This, I've done that. You know, sometimes uh, I would say. Well, Maybe like in your at,
1: pants is that happen? I would say
0: at least based on what I can remember, this is a lot actually, probably six or seven times, and it could be more. Damn,
1: Damn.
0: this is in your pants. Well, yeah, on myself, you know, it doesn't matter on where yourself. You and know, then how
1: many times have you had to make an emergency drop your trousers? And...
0: Oh, that happens, that happens still to this day sometimes because I, I'll uh, like I'll be at a park or something, and uh, like I said, it'll be in the morning, and I'll just you know I, I always bring paper towels with me or something and it, i think one time this guy saw me but he didn't say that he was shooting basketball <laughs> with his daughter and i went behind a tree and i had to go i just blew it out and i think he kind of <laughs> saw me and I, I jammed a bunch of paper towels in my ass and i just like walked away And he was probably like yeah wow. but it was like fuck you this is nature why is it okay for dogs this shit you know and wait uh,
1: so where'd you get the paper towels I don't. Know i always
0: bring them. paper towels like when i go to the park uh sometimes like if it's in the morning (laughs) so i assume
1: you bring a backpack right you're not
0: no no i would just have a plastic bag i would bring water and paper towels i think at the time maybe i was sick or something so i just had these paper towels or something and it just came in handy i'm so glad i had it
1: you bring like a plastic shopping bag yeah
0: with, with uh paper towels and water sometimes you know that
1: is interesting because you were so worried about about shitting yourself
0: no 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 i just i think i was like i said at the time i was just sick i didn't know i was gonna shit i would never go to the park about this shit you know oh i was just at the park and i just No, what i'm
1: saying it. if you didn't have to wipe your ass what's the use of the paper towel? i was
0: i think i was like i said I was for my nose i think i was sick oh for
1: your nose see you weren't saying that i was i, like, I what said what?
0: i was i think i said i was sick you
1: said sick and i didn't um, i don't know i didn't put it together i get you
0: know yeah um so, yeah, and, and I think the last... Time, I'm trying to think. The last time I shit myself, I think... This is my stupidity. I went... I had a buy one, get one free Chipotle thing. I went to yeah. Chipotle. I got two burrito bowls. I put a little hot sauce on there. And their hot sauce is like... Well, it, it's too strong. Like, it's like a few drips. It's like, it'll fuck you up. And I was literally walking around the city. And I didn't even fart or anything. It just came out. And it wasn't bad, though. It was like a lot, but it was enough. So I went to this one place that it's, like, it's one of the only free spots in the city where you can shit. And I went in there, and I had, I had to throw my underwear in the trash. I've done that a few times where if I shit myself, I'll just throw my underwear in the trash. And, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah,
1: you told me, was that the uh, Five Guys incident?
0: Yeah, I had a Five Guys incident. And then many years ago before that, I think when I first started comedy or two, uh, I shit myself. I think I ate uh, some sort of chocolate, and it was really hot outside and uh, it fucked my stomach up. It, I was in the car, I think, with my parents, and uh, we were going somewhere, and I had the shit, and it was like a fart, and it just came out. So I ended up going... My dad went to U-Haul, I think, to get some propane or something for a gas grill, and I just went in the bathroom. And I threw my underwear in the trash. I washed it, just threw it in the trash, and I just cleaned myself <laughs> and just... You know?
1: Yeah, so. So, so somebody shows up, and they just see your underwear. Now, well, do you... Do you just rip them in half and like just? No, sort of
0: I just I, I would good. just take them off when I'm in the stall, and I would just uh, you know I would just uh, throw it away when I when I got out the stall, just throw it right away. Damn! Wow! Yeah, so, like I said, I just, so is I just
1: the shit. That is this a peeing thing too? Do you have an issue?
0: Um, no. I mean, I I get up at night many times to pee. I don't know if that's bad. I don't know if that means I have a a large prostate or something, but uh. Oh.
1: I don't know, but I feel like I'm always either thirsty or have to pee or both simultaneously. I don't know what that's about. It's not a it's not a good situation.
0: I took a shower before this podcast because I I just wanted to start things fresh, you know. <laughs> that's good. Well, listen, I uh, yeah, I wanted to. Oh yeah, so I have an idea. Um, this okay. Is a, this is a weird idea, but this idea. I just thought of, I think, two nights ago or something. The idea is to pretty much... There's a lot of work. Not work, but I don't mind doing most of the work myself if I have time. But pretty much just making a bunch of podcasts out of one episode. So, not for the channel. Like, make different iTunes things. So, I was thinking, like, we talk about, like, Jesus for five minutes. And then we just call it, like, the Jesus podcast. Same two people. So, let me
1: ask you this. So, are you talking, like, like, different feeds? Like on iTunes? Is yeah, that
0: what you're but, but, but yeah, so pretty much different feeds. So, uh, and then like if we talk about, you know, whatever. We talk about fucking drugs or something or whatever. We we talk about that. for It doesn't matter if it's only five minutes. Take that off. Put that in there. Then we talk about, you know, whatever, anything. And it could be like 20 different. Because we're not going to probably get listeners no matter what. So try to have like 20 different podcasts. And then if we're lucky, maybe one of them like what gets the most views we could just you know use that feed or something I don't know
1: interesting no, yeah. I mean it's a definitely a good way to get some a bunch of different avenues for people to um, yeah check out the our content so so let me ask you this then are you saying that this show and you know an hour or two hour show is going to be replaced by that No. Or-
0: we're still gonna have the same thing, the not Doritos thing, and then I'm gonna. We're just gonna take clips from this show and just put it on different feeds. So it's gonna be a five minute clip of this on this feed, three minute clip of this on that feed.
1: Oh, I got you.
0: Many as many as possible.
1: Um. Yeah. That actually. That sounds like a really good idea. I think so we pretty much. I
0: wanted to talk about. Uh, just like right now I have an idea regarding to that we talk about Jesus for like 5 minutes. Doesn't matter what about Jesus we are Okay. Day. So, let's talk about Jesus for like 5 minutes. Uh is I about
1: Jesus. So
0: okay. So, as far as as far as Jesus goes, is Jesus a part of your life at all?
1: Jesus is only a part of my life uh in in terms of my fear like like, I don't really believe in God or Jesus, but I am afraid of the possibility of their existence, and because of that, I feel guilty all the time. I feel guilty about the idea of going to hell and all that stuff. I think because I was raised Catholic, maybe that's
0: why. Now, do uh, you think that's the quarter Jew when you are talking? or
1: The quarter Jew? Yeah, so how does that shit... So, so I'm like... I don't know what the... Maybe it's a quarter, Joe. So, yeah, oh, saying, yeah, no. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, because... I, I don't know what the whole deal is. They didn't believe Jesus was, like, the person. Did they believe in God? Do you know... Are you close with the Jewish uh, heritage? Do you know? Ah, I, th- I
0: thought people? that they... Uh, I thought, well, I know Howard Stern. He's a big Jew, and I think he believes in God. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, so they believe in God, but not... Uh, I think a lot of Jews are atheists, but if we're talking yeah. the Jewish religion, yeah, they believe Jesus exists, but isn't the Messiah? I believe that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Now, yes. when you,
1: what
0: when you were a kid, and I don't know if you've ever been to church before, but if you weren't a yeah. church, and you looked at a picture of Jesus, were you? What, what did you think? Like, were you scared? Were you? Uh, like, what would you think uh, when you <sighs> saw Jesus?
1: I, you know what, honestly, one of the things I thought, one of the, I don't know if I was ever scared. Well, there was one picture, not at church that like somebody had drawn that I was kind of freaked out by. It was just like scary picture of Jesus's face. But I think, um, I thought, well, one curious thought I had was like, I was like, are there any women who come to church and are like, they see this shirtless guy who's in somewhat good physical condition and are attracted to him. And, like, are they turned on the whole time? Like, i that was a thought that went through my head. But in terms of anything, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. How, how about yourself?
0: Well, I was actually scared. Uh, I've only been to church a few times in my life. And I think one of the first memories I had was my my grandmother died. So, when I was in church, I was there and uh, I looked at this big picture of God and I was kind of scared of it for some reason. I don't know why. It was just I I don't know if it was the, the, uh, the, the, the cross being nailed to the cross and everything. It just seemed like going to church because because it was a funeral, it seemed like it was a bad thing. I thought, I didn't know people went to church to, uh, you know, learn and, and get together and praise and all that stuff. So I thought, going to church was actually a bad thing. So I was actually scared of the Jesus when I was a kid. Uh,
1: so um, I actually, for me, for the longest time, I, I went every Sunday and I would find excuses not to go. Like I would hide under my bed and be like, ah, I'm stuck under my bed. Huh. And then my mom would go without me. But the thing, interesting thing is, and and maybe I'm deviating from your question, I just want to say this. Interesting thing is my dad uh, wasn't Christian at all, and he didn't go to church. So it would be weird sometimes to be like, you know, Brian, I'm disappointed you didn't go to church. And I'd be thinking, well, what the hell? You didn't go. What do you really care? And then he admitted to me years later that he really didn't care.
0: So, are your parents, like, did they make you go to church? Is it part of their thing? Like, they believe in it and everything?
1: So, not my dad, but he still thought it would be a good idea for us to get some upbringing like that. Uh My mom, you know, she's came from a very white, just, like, 100% Irish family, and... uh yeah, they, uh, my grandma went to church, volunteered at the Christian school. They all, when they were younger, went to uh, Catholic school, and they even – so my mom, very Christian, they had me go to Sunday school and then CCD, which I forget what that stands for, but, you know, there wasn't a lot of joy in church, which is weird, like – You know, some of these other, like, groups, like the, you know, there's, I'm sure comics have talked about how black churches have all these happy people. But at a a regular, at a Catholic church, it's like, it's almost like you're mourning your life. You're like, life is meant to be lived very seriously. Uh, You know, back in the older days, they would actually hit the kids in the class. They hated left-handed children. And i was i was actually is subject to some anti-semitism for some reason which i'm not really jewish but kids would be like oh you look you're i don't even know why but they would say you're a jew that was a common thing back then oh yeah i People think would, i
0: think ccd stands for christ is a cool dog
1: christ is a cool dog yeah we listen to christian rock christian rock or do oh, you have
0: yes. anything else to say about Jesus? Uh, I just wanted to make a five-minute clip, and we have it.
1: Oh, we have the clip. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think that's sure. it.
0: So thanks, thank, thank you guys for listening to the Jesus podcast. We'll see you next time.
1: Jesus.
0: All right. So that's one clip right there.
1: Wow! Look at that shit. Yeah. See. We're just churning out podcasts.
0: Just uh, trying to go in different, uh, you know, everything possible. Oh, so I'm let's go viral. Let's talk about uh, tools now. Uh, we're doing a tool podcast. You know, <laughs> I uh, I once tripped on a ha- hammer when I was a kid, and that was pretty painful. Now, are you You're a tri- handy guy? Like, did your dad, like, was he like Tim Allen, a home improvement? Like, did you, like, uh, fix things together and, you know, work on cars
1: or anything? So my dad very much, he fucking does everything. Uh, he... And put carpets in the house uh, which he didn't, didn't do that for a living he was like in software but he's, he's like put the carpets in the house he fixed um, fucking built like these giant window protection things that we put in our apartment here he uh, fixed fixing cars and shit like uh, very much he, he's kind of a knows how to fix everything or figures out how to fix everything type of person and he would, uh, I mean, he would buy me tools, he would, uh, you know, go th- go over things with me, but I was definitely, uh, I, I i definitely feel like there's this weirdness where, you know, my dad, like my dad came over and, and uh, you know, helped fix uh, two windows in my house, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I feel like I'm, I feel so... I feel grateful that he can do that, but I also feel so like emasculated because I have none of his abilities
0: me and too. none of
1: his like willingness to just go for it.
0: Yeah, me too. I had a I had a uh, bit of my act. I was doing about how like a shelf broke in my closet, and I just, yeah I just called my dad to fix it. And my dad just he works a labor job and he's like in his sixties, and he just comes home and he's like you can't fix it, and I'm like. No, like, he fix it, and he just fixes it for me, and I'm just standing there, like, a C, and, uh, I'm just like, man, like, what, uh, he's right, like, I'm just, uh, but at the same time, he never really, I wouldn't say he never taught me, but he never really, uh, I would help him do things, but he never, um you know, he never, like, wanted me to, like, you know, force me to learn, you know, which is nice, but he never really said, you're gonna be with your hands he taught me how to change a flat tire but i don't know if i can do it myself it doesn't seem too hard but i don't think i can change a flat tire of my own
1: so, i mean flat tires pretty easy yeah it's just a I matter of it, but... unscrewing four screws yeah it's just
0: you just gotta bolts. have the to right tools and all that stuff um how about like uh, uh climbing on ladders you ever
1: climb on ladders yeah, I mean, I've climbed on the ladders to get on top of my house. Uh, not like I never got onto the high part, but um, the highest high. Part. But yeah, I've been on ladders. Uh, my dad's like sixty, and he climbs on those fucking ladders, and I, and I'm like always annoyed. He told me the other day he fell off the ladder, and I'm thinking like, what the hell? Why? Why yeah. are you doing this shit? I would rather be the one going up there.
0: I was holding my the ladder for my dad yesterday. This is true, and. He he didn't. The ladder wasn't big enough. He wanted to get on the roof to clean out the gutters and stuff before it gets cold out. And he actually admitted he was scared. It wasn't the ladder wasn't big enough. So he was like, "I'm scared." And he just uh, came down because he didn't have a a big enough ladder. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I, yeah, I don't really use a lot of tools. I I know the most tools I ever used was I would use like this tiny screwdriver to open up my computer. I put a sound card in my computer many years ago, and I was all yeah. proud of myself to like I did something.
1: Hey, you know what, I um, I worked in a tech shop in a in, a, in the uh, repair area, fixing stuff, and I I purposely didn't learn how to fix phones and phone screens because I'm like, I don't fucking want to do this. So the fact that you did that, I mean, is uh, better than, than what I had accomplished. Yeah. I always try to fix stuff, like I've tried to fix phone screens and stuff, and I always fuck it up, and it it doesn't do much for my own uh, personal uh, confidence, you know, fixing stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the first episode of the Tools Podcast. We'll see you folks on the next time. That's All right. Yes. So, they, uh, yeah. Do you have, uh, what What are some ideas you have? We can keep going with this idea, but let's, uh, I want to get to something, something you have.
1: Well, I mean, are we talking about ID content for this episode, or are we talking about viral marketing campaigns, new episodes of podcasts, video content? What are we talking about here?
0: Well, whatever. I mean, you said you had some things, so I wanted yes. to get to something.
1: I wrote. So um, I have some jokes here. They they're they're not. I'm not. Proud of them, I don't expect them to be good. I have four jokes here. We're gonna thinking about doing like a monologue style thing.
0: Yeah, I, I'm interested in hearing them. I'm very that.
1: last minute with this. Actually, only only two of these are are topical. The other two are more just like one liners. Now okay. I feel weird, right? So I feel kind of weird doing this because we're not in like a there's no audience. So
0: well, the listeners are audience. So the Alfred listeners are, are
1: audience, but. I guess what I'm saying is, I want to do these jokes, but I'm kind of embarrassed because you're the only one to, you're the only yeah, audience yeah. member. But anyway,
0: well, if you want, you can save it for your other show. You have two audience members.
1: No, 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 no. They, uh, they're not. Uh, they're, they're not. I'm not going to do that on that show.
0: Okay. So without further ado, let's get to some true life, not
1: Doritos, topical jokes with B. Line. According to the FBI, one of Black Friday's hottest selling items this year was guns. Most buyers just heard the word black and panicked. <laughs> I like um, it. Yeah. I, uh, so like I said, two of these are not topical. I'm an open-minded guy, especially when I'm getting brain surgery. Mm. In, more, in Roy Moore's defense, whatever happened to the slogan, love is love? <laughs> I... I only have sex with Canadians. I guess you could call me an asexual. Uh, <laughs> and I that's it. Like that. That's it. That's the uh, whole fucking thing.
0: That's it. Yep. That's it. I liked it. it. I, just, I like how it was short to the uh, short to the point. Very good. All right. Uh, so, uh, what else? Do you have any
1: other uh, things for the show? Well, um, let me take a look here. Um, Did you hear about that guy, and maybe we already covered this, but did you hear about that guy running for, well, he's a mayor right now, Um, but he was, let's see what his name is here, not Al Franken, oh, Bob Taft, have you heard about, no, No. I'm sorry, Bob Taft, no, fuck, okay, okay, never mind, Um, O'Neill, yeah. His name is Demo- He's uh, Bill O'Neill, mm-hmm. and uh, he's boasted on Facebook about how he's bedded 50 women. What did he do? He said uh, he's had sex with 50 women, and he okay. wanted to, for some reason, this is a mayor, he wanted to let people know, he said, now that the dogs of war are calling for the head of senator al franken i believe it is time to speak up on behalf of all set heterosexual males in the last 50 years i was sexually intimate with approximately 50 very attractive females mm. it ranged from a gorgeous personal secretary to senator bob taft who was my first true love and we made passionate love in the hayloft of her parents barn and ended with a drop dead gorgeous redhead in Cleveland. Damn,
0: this guy's the man.
1: <laughs> like what? what the fuck is that? What do you So think what is your take on it? Of... Well, it first of all, I'm reading it again and I'm like, this sounds like a, like one of those onion articles or something. I don't my take is I don't know what his point was. He's he's saying he was responding to Al Franken's like Allegations of sexual misconduct by saying, "Well, I've had sex with a lot of women." I think if his goal is to just like get attention, it's brilliant. Yeah, but I don't know what he's, he's trying, trying to be, Maybe he's
0: trying to apply to the um, the male uh, male demographic by saying that that's what it sounded like he was trying to do. Like he's trying to say he's like a manly man, like he's a man of woman, you know, like he's a he's a he's a cocksman,
1: right? So you think he's trying to... Do you think any of it was like, and I did this all with consent? Like, that was his other point here?
0: Yeah, he's trying to say he's good with women, he knows how to get it wet, and all that stuff, and making him...
1: And is guys, that enough for a guy to say, oh, I like this guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for him?
0: I mean, I don't vote, but if I was going to vote, and I heard that, I would probably say, you know what, that might be enough for me. I mean, they you all know, vote <laughs> for different reasons. I would vote for something stupid. I would never vote for, like... Oh, this guy's uh, gun control. This guy—it's like that's something. This maybe when I get older, I'll care. But i have not. Still to this day, I've not voted for a single candidate ever.
1: Really? And and why is that? Do you? Why is that? Do they uh, make it hard for you to vote where you live?
0: No, I just don't care. I just don't think it's going to change anything. Even though it probably does. And I've had some people say, "No, oh, you got to vote." And. The only person that ever affected me was Barack Obama because I got fined for not having health insurance. Uh, at one of my tax yeah. seasons, uh, one of, one of my tax checks, I got fined three hundred and something dollars.
1: That's insane.
0: So That's it didn't matter because he was going to win anyway. So even if I didn't vote for him, he was going to win and and fine me so he could feed his fucking uh, project people. That fuck
1: his project people. That is insane, though. Like I don't even, I don't, I don't understand why the fuck. They yeah. they find someone. Hey, you can't you can't afford health insurance. Let's punish you. Yeah. It's very strange. I should uh, get
0: rewarded. I should have got three hundred eighty dollars for not only not having health insurance, but for not ever getting into a uh, an accident or anything.
1: Well, you did get. I into should that be rewarded. Car accident, right? What's that? Didn't you, get, didn't you get into a car?
0: Are you talking about? I a got car? no. I got into a car accident, but I didn't get hurt. But I'm saying that I never went to the hospital. I never went there oh. to get surgery or anything. So I'm saying I should be rewarded.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. You get some cash back.
0: All right, what else you got?
1: So, um, let me grab this back let me pull this up again. i I've got um, Utah man. This there's not much to this, but Utah man says high school mascot's name sounds like male genitalia. Um, my sense of humor, I feel like my sense of humor is too simple. Uh, I like it. I don't care. I mean, I don't know. One man in Utah started a position, petition Friday to change the mascot of a new high school arguing that the name will become the butt of a dirty joke. Huh. Sounds like a pun right there. That's the mascot for Farmington High School expected to open in 2018 is set to be a Phoenix. According to the Salt Lake Tribune, but according to the position, petition, Kyle Froton is concerned that when supporters yell, go phoenixes at events, <laughs> it'll sound like they're saying a totally different word. Mm. More than 3,000 people agreed with him.
0: So what was the name of the mascot?
1: So fe- it's a Phoenix, but I guess when you say a plural, uh, it sounds like phoenixes. Uh so he wrote on the petition we were horrified to hear that phonetics of the word penises are too close to the word penises uh, i don't want to be crass but i don't want there to be a confusion
0: it kind of sounds like that guy he's like an old school guy because you know like in high school if you just had a certain name like I, most of us got teased for a name especially if you're the older generation you know like if your name was mutt they would call you butt or something Sounds like this guy got teased in school for something and he's just he just has this paranoid uh, thing, you know, like I I don't want to be called the... I don't want somebody goof the goof goof artists to say, oh, tonight guess who we're playing? We're playing the penises.
1: Yeah. Do you think anybody would actually make the mistake and think it actually me? In an effort to be funny and get under their skin... Was that a foreskin joke? Um... (laughs) I love the. By the way, I love the uh, recommended articles on this news story. Um, Illinois man reportedly shoots his own penis after stealing from a hot dog stand. God,
0: wait! He shot his penis. Stealing. (laughs) He
1: shot. Illinois man. That sounds like a hot dog. That does. I know. Did they throw a hot dog? Um. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Wow. That's insane. Ugh. Shot him in the penis. Oh, yeah. it wasn't intentional. Okay. Oh, it was actually. He went and shot him in the leg and he hit his dick or something, I guess. Yeah. Have you ever shot a gun?
0: No, I haven't. You know what? Actually, I have. Um, So, back in our old neighborhood, I grew up in the... Uh, the projects in very lower northeast uh, Philly, uh, Margaret Orthodox, Street cred, Street Crate and my dad had like, this little pistol that he, he had from like, I guess his old, he, I don't know, someone gave it to him, so um, we put we put up this uh, I forgot what it was, like this it wasn't metal, it was some sort of board thing against uh, this wall and my dad fired off a few rounds and I think he said, you want to shoot one and I think I shot it once or twice. It was like shooting a cap gun, except I think the gun flew out of my head because I was a kid, and I couldn't you know hold a heavy gun. But I think I did shoot a gun, but it was so long ago that I just I didn't feel the power and all that stuff people talk about behind it.
1: So you shot the gun and it flung out of your hand. You're lucky you didn't have the bullet shoot you in the dick.
0: I, absolutely, but you know what? Well, my sex life now not existed. I, the only bad thing was I probably had to use a catheter every day, like that Johnny Knoxville guy. <laughs> but other yes. than that, yeah, I don't think it would have affected my sex life
1: whatsoever. Your sex life? You said you mentioned the other uh, maybe two episodes ago that you're not focusing on sex anymore. Is that? Still the case for you,
0: yeah, I mean, I want to get laid, of course, I got the we all got the biology you, just, you know, uh, but uh, like I said, these bouncers at this one bar they were they' were talking to me last night uh on a, on a Friday night, and they're they're like one guy was like, "I feel bad for you man, i feel I feel sad because I told him I said, well, I live in my parents' basement, and it just sucks the life out of me in every aspect, not just with girls, with everything like i that's why part of me wants to just quit my job and just laying a ball, and just fucking sleep all day like I was doing all this year, and I was telling him, I said, I tried in my 20s for almost 10 years, and I tried everything possible to try to get girls to like me, and you know, I I, I was willing to change myself for and no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough, and they give you stupid advice, like, oh, just go over and say hi. Well, I've done that. You go over and say hi, and then they look at you, and they're like, okay, what do you want? It has to go somewhere. And then they say, oh, go over and just buy a girl a drink. Well, I've done that twice in my life, and both times the girl just took the drink for me, walked away, didn't even say thank you, and I wasted money. And then they said other stuff. Just do this. I said I've done all this stuff. I've done it all. I've done everything. I tried everything, you know. And it doesn't it doesn't work out. And I just uh, I wasted so much energy, so much time. I'm glad I did it, but now I'm just I actually just want to make myself laugh and have fun when I go out. I say stupid shit. And when I brought that up, he was like you got to be yourself and i said well i do be myself and then you tell me don't say this or that. that that that's not the same thing he goes yeah but sometimes you be saying stupid shit i said well that's part of who i am i like saying stupid yeah. shit to make myself laugh
1: so that's interesting so so you well so when you heard that advice of saying hi you took it literally like don't Say hi, not say hi and transition into talking about something, but just say
0: hi. Well, that's what the guy said. That's mom, what he meant. My mom used to say that to me too. My mom told me that before I started even go She was like, oh, just say hi to a girl. I'm like, well, maybe back in your generation that worked, but I, I did say hi. I used to go to malls and say hi to girls and I used to during the daytime. And you got to say more. You say hi and you just sound like you're, you're just selling something. You know, like you're just, you want something, but you're not. It has, not, it has to go somewhere. I tried that for years. It doesn't work for me. Do
1: you, do you find yourself thinking a lot in those situations? Like thinking, oh, should I say it this way? What if I say that? What if I look stupid? Like anything like that?
0: I used to, but it, what I realized is like the, like the one guy would say, uh, when the bounce, go over to that girl and say hi, and I did it. And he was like, oh, you, it's how you said it. I go, well, I'm not you. I can't say it the way you say it. Like if I go over and I'm and, and you're more high energy to me, and you say go over and say hi, and I go over, I'm just laid back, and I'm like hi. And you're like no man, you gotta say it like this, like hi. I'm like well, that's not me. Hi. I'm not high energy, yeah. you know. So it, it, I can't be you. It's not gonna work. So I've tried. You ever everything. curious
1: just to see? Not even to like. Not not even to say like transitioning into. a uh, more of anything, but like, just try and see what the reaction is that you get if you were to say it, like, energy with the high energy.
0: I mean, I, I've been high energy before, and uh, you know it's good. But you know, some some old school pickup artist guys say you always want to match the energy into yeah. a group. And that's good advice. I've done that before. I've done it all. I've tried everything, dude. And it's like, I, it's just, I'm not bummed out about it. I'm really not. I'm just trying to get my life together, you know. But it's like, getting laid would be nice, but I I, I think it's more specifically at nighttime. I would totally be down to approach girls during the daytime, because it's much easier to talk to them. At nighttime. there's so much bullshit going on between the alcohol, their attitude, the fact that they just want attention, they just want to get laid, they want to get pictures, and it's just so much going on that I just, I'm, I'm literally just, you know, I don't want to deal with them. Like, I'll dance, I make dance approaches and stuff, I'll dance and I'll say stupid shit, but I don't generally want to approach them anymore. They're not going to go home with me or any guy. It happened once, years ago, but the girl was just, it was in her head. She wanted to just go home with somebody, and she saw me and probably thought, oh, this guy will do, and she, uh, you know, came over. Well, at the time, I had my apartment, it was weird how that was Time, good time I had my apartment and uh, you know for three and a half months and she came over and it was
1: it was all right. I mean, you guys do anything? Oh, now I sound now I sound like a fucking. Kid. Oh, did you guys hook up? That's
0: did you like noise.
1: stick it in her? I can't believe I. Just yeah, said
0: but uh, no, we did. But the thing is, I I couldn't uh, get it up because I. I, well, I had a roommate and she was cool. Like, she had guys come over and she was like a slut and everything. But she did, I was worried she was going to hear it. And she wouldn't knock on the door and be like, hey, what's going on? But I was worried she was, I was going to wake her up. But she's a heavy sleeper. So, because <laughs> I was figuring there, she was like kicking the wall. And I was like, she's got to hear that, you know. And um, I she was
1: kicking the wall. It sounds like you were doing, uh, well,
0: the right spots or something. I don't know. I mean, at first she did for the And then. Uh, I couldn't get the condom. I only had one condom, but I couldn't stay hard enough to, you know, put it on. And she saw, it. and then I. So what I did was, this is so pathetic. to me, this is how lame I am. Uh, she was laying down next to me. The chick was like tired, so she was kind of sleeping. I, mm-hmm. I pulled uh Louis C.K. or Bill Cosby, whatever you want to call. his oh, jerked God. off next to her.
1: <laughs> you did what? I
0: jerked off in the condom next to her. Why? I was like touching her pussy and figured, you know, like. And she didn't care. I think she Wait, knew that was Yeah, doing.
1: I mean, I would assume there's. I don't know if that's.
0: So I came with a woman, <laughs> but yeah. not in the way I want it, where it's inside of um, the pussy. But yeah, and then we went out and some more. And she, you know what? It reminds me of a Patrice O'Neill joke. Patrice O'Neill had this joke where he was like, Some of these girls are dirty. Like, you don't even know them. And you try to test them. Like, you try to, like, just stick it in. And you're like, Ew, this bitch let me put it in raw. She's nasty. Well, <laughs> this chick, uh, when I said uh, she – she, uh, I was having a hard time even getting it up for a little because I was nervous, and then she uh, – I got it up, and then she was like, okay, that's good. She felt my my boner. She's like, okay, that's good enough. She's like, just fuck me. And I was like, okay, uh, let me get my condom. And she was like, oh, you have a condom? Okay. Like she said it like, oh, like if you want to. And oh,
1: my if head, you want to. Wow. Yeah, in my
0: head I'm like I, – I met her at a bar. Not to say I mean she's automatically dirty, but I'm like – i don't i can't first of all it's dark so i can't even see if this chick's got blue waffle or if she's you know she's got fucking bumps or herpes or anything you know i can't even see her pussy you know so i'm like why would i who knows and i'm not gonna flatter myself and say she wants to get pregnant like she wants my seed but how do you know she's just not some nut who just wants to get some random guy to knock her up you know um so do you think
1: she had an std
0: I don't know. I mean I used my fingers harder and I didn't stick my penis anywhere near her, so uh if she did, I didn't get anything, thank God. But I don't know. But it was a, but the whole story, I don't know if I told you the story probably a while ago. It was interesting because I always for the pickup artist stuff, you know, they call it game, which is really gay. <laughs> I, I I always thought if I was gonna get laid, here's how it happened at a bar. So I meet a girl, she's with her friends. Uh, we're talking her friends are being cock blocks i win the group over we leave to another bar we start talking blah blah, blah and then we kind of just make up a lie and say okay i'm gonna give this guy a ride home we lives in my neighborhood we sneak in, and it happens it would be like a lot of work this chick uh i was in this bar the crowded ass irish bar i didn't want to go in there and i was with this at the time this 21 year old puerto rican kid he was really annoyed he was drunk and he was eating all his nuggets and shit he was just being a dick he was just being annoyed he wanted to go there i didn't so I guess he kind of got me laid, even though he didn't do anything. So I went okay. to this crowd of people, and I bumped into her. I think she bumped to me on purpose. I don't know. And I said, oh, sorry. And then she kept, like, turning around looking at me. And you know? I was thinking, is she mad like, that I bumped into her? And I, just, I was just looking around, and she looked at me two or three times. So I actually went over, and I just introduced myself. And I couldn't hear what she said. I think she said something like, hey, don't squeeze my hand. I hurt my hand or something. Something. Like that. I was like, oh, OK. So I, just, I was just going to walk away. I was going nowhere. And then yeah. she started, like, rubbing her, you know, grinding on me, like, rubbing her butt on me. And then she was with all these girls, like, eight or nine girls. So she goes, I have to go. I was like, okay, bye. And she goes, where's your phone? And I'm like, huh? She's like, "She's like, give me your phone. Hurry up. I got to leave. Where's your phone? Where's your... She, I was like, okay. So I give my phone. She puts her number in. And she says, text me. So I'm like, whatever. I wasn't even going to text her. So 10 minutes goes by. I sent her some late text messages. I go, glad to have met you or something. in just Josh. And she says something like, "You want to hang out tonight, or 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 no, or something like that." So I'm thinking this is a joke the whole time. I'm like, okay, she's, you know. so I'm like, "Yeah, we can hang out." Um, are you serious? She goes, um, "She goes, you know what? I changed my mind." She was like joking around. So she's like, "No, really, you you, you down to hang out? Are you going to be up?" And I said, "Yeah, we can hang out." I was like, "Are you being serious?" She was like, "Do you want me?" To... She asked me like five times. I guess she was have been a little bit drunk. She's like, "Do you want me to come to you, or are you going to come to me?" I didn't have a car at the time, so I was like, "I guess you come to me,"
1: mm-hmm. and.
0: I was with this Puerto Rican kid, and he was, he was kind of weird. He was like, can I come over and listen? What the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because he was a, I, well, he told me he was a virgin, so that's why it was kind of weird. But I was like, why would you want to listen? And plus, I was like. That's so weird. And I was like, you don't even have enough transportation money. He was like, broke it out. Know, I was like, even, you know, I don't have a car to drive you home. I, you gotta, I was like, that's kind of weird, dude. So uh, I told her, I said, look, if this is serious, call me. I was on the shuttle bus. She called me and she sounded genuine. She's like, hey, I'm dropping my friend off now and text me your address. So, if I, by the way, if I lived in my parents' house, this never would have happened because I would have been like, sorry, I live with my mommy and daddy and uh, I'm not going to bring anybody over. So, yeah. I texted my address. She said, GPS says 45 minutes. So, it's like three in the morning. I'm tired. I worked the, that day. I start laying down and she texts me. She goes, hey, I think I got lost. And I was like, I, I wrote back, like, I knew this was a joke. And she wrote, Dude, you don't even know me. I'm, I'm on my way. Like, I'm not joking. Oh, so it's almost 4 a.m. And she, she, I get a text. She goes, I think I'm here. So I'm going outside, thinking she's going to text me back, like, ah, I got you, you know, joking, or whatever. So I, I put my sweatpants on, so I go outside, I see headlights on, and I, I, my, I felt my legs drop. You know what I mean? Like, I was really nervous. I was excited. Uh, I was I was nervous as shit, because I was like, what the fuck? Because I was thinking, why the fuck would a girl drive 45 minutes? Like, is she that de- desperate to get laid? I guess so. I don't know. So I walk her, I go to the car, we walk inside, and then, you know, she uses my bathroom. I told her, I said, I thought the whole thing was a joke. She was like, oh, I can leave if you want. And I was like, I was like, no. I said, like, I just, I thought you were messing with me. Because it was just that easy. And I was like, is it really supposed to be that easy, you know?
1: Dude, so it sounds like all right. So I think I'm getting a sense of what what your issue is with girls is. I don't think you
0: help me da- da- help me, dating coach be Light.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. I, I understand that I don't know shit. I'm kidding. No, no. I'm what kidding. I'm saying is that it, at least in terms of like, it sounds like your self esteem is so low. And yeah, you could tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like your self esteem is so low that when a girl's attracted to you, either you don't notice it or you think she's lying to you because it's because the whole time you're talking about how this girl, like how you think it's a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you talk about, you know, it's been however many years that you've been approaching girls and I think my guess would be that uh, from what you're saying is that there have been, t- I would guess that there's been, there have been times that girls have been into you that you didn't take it any further because you already felt like they weren't feeling it when they were. That's just my observation here and, and what I'm getting.
0: Well, I just want to say, first of all, you're a piece of shit for saying that. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Uh, I want to say, say that
0: I think you're half right. The part I think you're right about, and this is me, you could be right yeah. about the whole thing, is I do have low self-esteem, very low, and I do think that uh, girls are to right into me. But the part I think you're wrong is they're, they're most every time that I thought a girl liked me, they didn't like me. So when I had girls telling me, oh, you're great, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll hang out with you and stuff, I try to be their friend... They never wanted to hang out with me. They just—they—they they were girls online would like use me to make them laugh because I was the funny guy and stuff. Right. And they never wanted to hang out with me even as a friend. And then there was other times where I was, you know, talking to a girl and she acted like she liked me, but it was—it was always some manip- manipulative motive, like just talk to me to make me laugh, or just when I'm bored, or you can take me out to go dancing and drinking, but I'm not gonna have sex with you, and stuff, stuff like that. So it's happened a lot to the point where. I just don't think a, a girl would ever just like me. I feel like there's always some motive. It's like it's always, or there have just like the whole process thing on Craigslist. Like if I pay for it, you know, or I why did I them or some shit, you know.
1: So I get that. Look I, again. I don't know. I don't know anything about pickup or anything like that. But what what I'm thinking is you just. Maybe you're running into the same types of... Maybe you're, you know, around the same types of girls all the time, you know?
0: No, I, I told you. I've approached all different races, older, younger. There's no way all the Where What, are they are all at same. bars? No. I told you. I, I, when I got really obsessed with... Uh, if you call it p- pick-up. That's what they call it, you know, approaching girls. I was mm-hmm. going daytime. I, I, go, I went to college campuses, uh, bookstores, parks randomly on the street uh outdoor events i even went to supermarkets stores malls everywhere
1: have you ever gone to the suburbs like the really like i had
0: somebody tell me that before they're like you should go to like this but at the time i didn't have a car and i did try some different areas when i got my car like i went to manny young and it was really it was so douchey and I went to, I never went to suburbs, no, like, I like nor, only northeast where I live, kind of, and those girls were just fucking neighborhood skags, you know, what I mean, but I never thought ever, I was going to go to some random, some guy tried to get me to go to some bar, I forgot what area it was, Allentown PA or something, it was some club they had, but it was so far, it was yeah. like two hours, I was like, I might as well go fucking go to New York, you know?
1: Wow. Yeah, I think, I think, like, people who, I think there's a different energy in the suburbs than the city. I definitely think it's, like, I mean I I've never really lived in the in the city where, you know, it seems to be a little more energetic and everything, like where around here it seems like people are just kind of slower moving, not slow as in like retarded, but it's just like I think it's a different mindset where people are maybe not as judgy, not not as quick to judge. Uh, which I think can kind of be the issue, right? Like, you, you're in, if you're in a crowd, like, do you find there's a lot of, like, elitist girls who are like, well, you gotta look like this guy from TV or whatever?
0: No, but I talk about this recently. Like, uh, another problem I have is the whole looks thing. Like, I know I'm a chubby guy, and if I, you know, if I lost 30 pounds, I would, you know, it would help me out, but it's hard for me to lose weight. And, like, I get rejected by girls sometimes I'm not even attracted to. Like, even fat girls look at me And they're like, you know... I'm not saying if a girl's fat, she should automatically want to fuck me or anything, but even fat girls look at me like, you know, they're not into me at all, you know? Like, I'm that bad looking, so... I don't care what anybody says. I think it's... There's things I can work on in my personality. I think it's my looks, too. They just not... I think that they're just not attracted. And I'm so sick of people saying, like, like, girls don't care about looks and stuff. Yes, they do. Like, why wouldn't they? You know, like, they... Want to be somewhat attracted to a guy, you know?
1: But do you ever see guys who are ugly?
0: Yeah, you brought that up on the like, last what... episode, I think. And, oh, uh... shit, you're right. No, no, it's fine. I'm not trying to say it in a thick website that you brought, but I answered that. But I said pretty much that I've seen it rarely. Like, every once in a while, you see some fat guy with some cute girl, you see some fucking nerd or something. But they probably have something going on. They might have rich fucking parents, or maybe they got some big Brian your dick you know who knows, but uh
1: <laughs> but whatever I'll just, t- man. I'll just leave that there I'll just take yeah. It. yeah
0: but listen but, uh, not, not everybody could uh you know but listen I,
1: but you know uh, you know what I'm not like I don't know I I don't I wish we had a female uh just for this short segment had a I wouldn't female, ask her. Like, I wouldn't like, how, how you wouldn't look like, tell you female. what your looks are like I don't <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't judge. I really don't know. I I don't I don't think you're ugly, but I don't know what you're like. What a girl would say, like what your attractiveness level is. Well, you here's know? the
0: like, thing: guys tell me, even though it's weird. Like I don't ask. I would never ask a guy that's say it's gay to say am I good looking. But guys tell me. I've had a few guys tell me. They're probably trying to help my confidence. Like. Hey man, I'm not gay or anything, but you know, you, you're a good look. I think you're a good looking guy, or you know, or you're, you know, you're not a bad guy. But I never hear women say that, so I think guys want to fuck me. <laughs> uh, and I don't uh, think
1: women say that shit though.
0: But but here's the thing: I don't. Th- most girls, when I've had guys, this is so embarrassing. What guys do this to me? I think a guy did this Friday night. He go, he said to this, this one of the bouncers said to like this female waitress. He goes, "When well, you look at this guy right here, what do you think?" And I was like, oh, I was so embarrassed. And she's like well, you don't look stupid. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. And uh, I've had guys do that. Like, they ask her, like, do you think this guy's ugly? It's like, you would, have to be, it's, you would have to be really rude to be honest and go, yeah, dude, you're no offense, you're fucking hideous. You know, like, put a mask on or something. You know, it's like, but most girls just say, I'm okay. Like, you're yeah, all right. But all right to me is not good enough. It's like, just because I'm not ugly does not mean that I, I, I'm attractive enough. I what about like, all right
1: with a great personality? Then I don't have a great like personality. A, is that enough?
0: Probably not. I don't think my personality. I would have to change. Like I, said, I would have to change
1: myself. So when we, you say all right, so it's interesting. You're talking about like the idea of changing yourself. Now, um, I feel like there's good and bad types of change. There's types of changing yourself where it's like, you know, like I know you're a very honest person and integrity seems like it's pretty important to you, are there things that you can change in your behavior that benefit you that aren't changing you? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, just I like... I wish I had whole... a
1: good example of that, but...
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's just like the whole vulgar thing. Like, I've done that before. I know girls don't like it. If I'm, like, like my act, Like I just, I would never go up and just tell a rape joke or something or... You know, like you know, obviously, you know the vulgarity and stuff, like lower that. But it's like, like I said, I tried so much different stuff. I really did. Like I like the whole. I don't know if you know if you're not familiar with the whole pickup artist thing. When they, the, the old school method, they used Little. to They used to, they used to tell guys to be indirect. Now indirect pretty much means you hide your intentions. You don't. You never say hey, you're cute. You never compliment them. You just you, you get you try to get them to chase you. You you you, you tease them. You you know you you just try to get them, it. you try to show you're an interesting guy. I tried that, and that was, you know, me being fake, you know, that was just me being like, look, you know, this isn't really who I am, it's just like, I'm gonna do, uh, tell you a story, a made-up story, I'm gonna tease you, I'm gonna do all this shit. I tried that, and girls would laugh sometimes, but it didn't get me anywhere. And then I tried yeah. the whole directing, which I like, because it's just honest, where you just, you know, you're just a straight shooter, You you flirt with them and all that. It's just easier to do that, but so as far as the personality thing goes, it's like, as I said before in the last episode, it's too much work. It really is. It's like to, to try to figure out, you're not going to figure out ever. Every girl's different. They want different things. There's no way I'm going to figure out what the hell they want. And number one, and number two, they don't have to change anything about their self. So why the fuck should I sit here and rack my brain again and try to figure out what they want? When it, they don't have to do shit.
1: Well, that would... So... um, what do you think would happen? I'm curious what what you think would happen if you talked to a girl like kind of the same way that you would talk to a guy. Have you, do you talk in way in completely different ways like minus the sexual part but just like the way that you speak in general is it much different when you talk to women?
0: Well it's gotten better like I said I used to I used to put you know I used to be really afraid of talk to girls when I first started and then they say, "Oh, talk to girls like the way you talk to your friends." I've done that, and yeah. what I realize is, is uh, I don't have any friends for the most part. Number two, when I do try, you know, I guess I don't, you know, it didn't work. Maybe I talk to people like, a, like in a shitty way, I guess. But that didn't do work. you
1: think it's the amount of times you say "cunt" per sentence that's maybe?
0: It could do you be. say
1: do you say "cunt" to? Uh... Do you often say that word to women when you're when no. Pick, other, the the only call. time I've
0: ever done that was that video that I have when I say to cunt over and over to get the girl's number. <laughs> ever? That's almost a thousand. I do views. kind
1: of remember that. Um, it has
0: almost a thousand views, and uh, I got. Yes, the I do
1: remember that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. So wait, did you? You ended up getting her number, right? Yeah,
0: and it was weird. I, I think what, here's. So I texted her. And I think she gave me, like, a, uh, her other number. It was, like, a a, a fucking uh, company number or something, because it said some sort of company. And then I think I got a text from her, like, three weeks later. But it was it was an invite to an event, but it wasn't, like, the, for us to hang out. It was, like, a charity thing. So she gave oh. me, like, some charity <laughs> event number, because that's what I am. I'm, uh... I need charity, you know.
1: Wait, do you think she wanted... Wait, so did she just give you a fake number or are you saying she wanted to go with you to some charity event? No,
0: no, she, it was a charity number. Like, not, It wasn't like, hey, you want to go to this charity event? It was like, you can donate to this cost. <laughs> what <something>. the hell?
1: <laughs> so did you ever... Wait, so but then you did get her phone number, right? Not like really. Actually... She
0: gave She gave me a bullshit number, pretty much. It was a oh. real number, but it wasn't like... A, a fucking Google voice number or something. It was a fucking... It was something she would give to, like, a, a client at work or something. It wasn't like, you know...
1: So did you ever follow up? No.
0: I texted uh, one time, then I got a reply for the charity thing, and that was it. I just I just knew she wasn't interested. Yeah.
1: It's... When you, um... I remember a long time ago when I, when I went out with you to... Uh to old city
0: oh yeah well, remember we're trying really? to get pussy before you met your girlfriend
1: yeah so <laughs> so i remember i was like at some bar at one of the bars and um i was like say i saying so I, I don't remember what the bar was but there's like an out upstairs part that overlooks the downstairs and there's yeah. like a i was like a bouncer or something up there yeah and i was saying something to him and you're like I, I think you said you're trying to I, I think you said like dude you're trying to like you're trying to pick him up or something like that's gay or what something like that not that's gay but some something along those lines and I was thinking now looking back at it like don't you think talking to anybody regardless of their gender is practice to just like talk? Talk to people better, yeah, like in other words, maybe if what I was get I better mean, you're at talking to guys so you know you think you get better at talking to girls too,
0: yeah, it's good to t- it, it, it you should talk to everybody and I think what I was maybe trying to say when I said it in a douchebag way was <laughs> don't spend too much time talking to the bouncer you know like I because I thought you were really trying to get it in you know so I was just like <laughs> don't spend too much time talking to this guy I think, but I probably just said it in a dick way,
1: oh. All right. No, I'm just curious what you thought about like that idea. Like, you think when you're talking to people, who do you picture women as women or like people? I know that's a weird question.
0: That picture them but, as women or people?
1: Like, do you picture oh these are guy these are people and then attractive women are a different group and you don't think of them as human as I I know it sounds sexist, what I'm saying, but I'm just saying like a a general mindset I know a lot of guys have that is what makes them nervous, I think, is that you don't think of them as people the way you think of other people.
0: No, I mean, I think that they're all cunts, regardless of... (laughs) They're all (laughs) cunts. Guys and
1: girls, all
0: cunts. Including my mother, by the way, but...
1: Including your mother. But she's not there. Can she hear you? Probably. Didn't you say that... Have they call? Have they tried to call you while we're trying to do the show right now?
0: No, nah, I guess it's because it's Sunday night. Like, my dad has to get up for work tomorrow, so he's probably sleeping. And my mom's going to be off for two and a half weeks, but she just watches TVs and movies upstairs, so... she knows, they yeah. know, It's probably because I have a job now. There are a little bit more... I wouldn't say that much more respectful, but a little bit more, because they, they might assume I'm just sleeping right now, because they don't have to get up 5.45 in the morning for my stupid job. Damn. Yeah, it sucks, dude.
1: What time do you usually go to sleep then? Are you, uh, like...
0: I go to bed earlier than I used to. I go to bed like. Um, so if I'm really drained from work, I might go to bed at 10 something, but usually it's 11 something.
1: And you're, you're saying. Uh, I'm trying to remember where you say. You worked in like. A, you work, Do you work for the post office?
0: No, I wish I did. I, I would make. I wouldn't. Uh, I worked. I had to go to the post office to get mail, but no, I work in a mail center for college university.
1: Uh, are you the uh do you walk around in those shorts? Those no. Do you wear a hat?
0: Nope. I have to wear the company shirt, but it's not like it's you know
1: Oh, it's the college clothing, it's not the USPS
0: type no. of clothing. I wish it was supposed to. They probably pay five I'm doing the same job they're doing, except I'm getting like probably like five or six dollars less. I wish I was working for the fucking they wanna hire me, but whatever.
1: Are you a? Um, I remember uh, making comments on uh, Donald Trump in the past, and you, I, I'm maybe you've said it jokingly, but I remember you saying something about like, oh, so you're one of those liberal comedians, right? Do you uh, are, are you a uh, Trump supporter, or what's your whole? Do you do you follow politics?
0: I don't follow politics, and i'm on I never vote- I didn't vote for the guy, so I wouldn't say I'm a Trump supporter, but I do right. like the fact that um a lot of people are offended and stirred up about it. I guess it's just because it's something different you know it's just like a different side like people who people are getting in trouble for things for saying things about him, and it's great because those people are the type to attack other people for saying things. So it's so, nice. To, it's, I, feel, I feel like it's kind of like karma. It's kind of like some people are just like, they're trying to be so cool. And I feel like it's just they're trying to be... Not to say... I don't I don't blame anybody for not liking the guy or hating him. But it just seems like some people are just trying to... Just It's just such an easy thing to do to try to get people to like you. It's just like if I just go, you know what's really bad, folks? Racism. You know? It's like, yeah.
1: Wait, see... So you- I mean, I don't remember him saying what's really bad, racist. No, Are I'm you saying, saying me. That's I'm other saying, saying that if
0: I'm trying to get people to like me. That's like me saying, "Oh, you know what's you know what's really bad is racist people." I don't, I, you know, just Satan. Now I get what
1: you're that. saying. I kind of feel like you know, if you look if you look at the big picture, I, I I get like at the beginning, it's very much about look, this guy's saying the things that we all we're all thinking, but now you know, defending sort of. Defending a pedophile uh, mayor is kind of strange to me, especially like I think that it's good. One thing that we're learning and maybe this maybe you're falling asleep as I'm talking about this. But uh, one thing we're learning is that, yeah, you don't have to be a polished person to uh, become the president. And maybe that's a good thing to some degree. But. There's also all this immigration stuff. Like, I don't know too much about your heritage, but do you have um, relatives who still live in Cuba?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, people ask okay. me that, and uh, my mom, I know she was born here, and I think her mom was born here. I don't know if they're, how far back the whole Cuban heritage Just, goes. But I Okay.
1: Know. I was curious what your connection to, like, immigration and everything was but like this the kind of shit that he's pulling with with immigration and and the outright saying that mexicans are rapists i don't know man it it just seems like a lot of stuff that if you're if you unless you are unless you're blind to the news or don't follow the news i don't really see how people can stand for the kind of shit he talks about
0: well i mean. Uh, That's a really cool clip. I don't think you agree with it, but this, do you know who Gavin McGinnis is?
1: That name sounds very familiar, but I don't know who that well,
0: is. Well, Gavin McGinnis is a Trump supporter. I don't think he's much of a. He kind of. I think he's not a. He was a. He was a big Trump supporter. He might not be as big as he was, but he he's on the. He was on the Anthony Camilla Network Compound Media, and he had a show on there. And when Trump was running, uh, he interviewed this young college girl. And she had a picket sign, and she's like, you know, against Trump. And he goes up to her, and he pretty much just makes her look stupid. He just goes, um, uh, "Why? Are, why exactly? What exactly do you, do you not like about Donald Trump?" And she goes, "He's a he's a everything you just said. Oh, uh, he's a racist, and, uh, and the Mexicans and stuff like that." He say, like, "Hey, did you know that?" And he he breaks it down. He goes, "You know, the statistics are actually true. He's not saying all Mexicans are rapists. He's saying all on the border, it is a fact that a lot of Mexican guys do rape women and stuff." And then she goes, Okay, but I don't know the reason I don't like him is because uh you know, uh, whatever. He he said that uh he said something sexual about his daughter. He said something like, Oh, my daughter and he's like, You think that maybe he was just trying to uh he might have said it in a different way, but he was just trying to be a good father and say, My daughter's beautiful and I just think that she's uh, you know, really and then she said something else and then he kinda just, you know, debunked it and then she got really upset and said, Look, you just leave me alone. You're you're you know, you're just attacking me and stuff. But um there's okay a lot of, there's a lot i'm not saying because of that video uh you it would change you but i'm saying there are people out there and maybe they're spinning it or maybe they're but that would say uh you know th- every point you have like what do you like about it? you say well i don't like the whole grabbing by the pussy thing
1: i mean now, that's interesting i get what you're saying now
0: and- uh, with the, about the grabbing by the pussy i remember you made a post on facebook before i delete you said that pussy, that grab by the pussy guy, and stuff like that. Um, where, did that bother you that it was a recorded private conversation that he said, "When you're famous, you can just walk up to a woman and grab her by the pussy."
1: Um, I do think it's very well. I think about that a lot. I think about the fact of it being, yeah, a recorded private conversation. Um, I I don't know what the rules are in terms of that, but. I, somebody said, you know, if you're in a position of power and somebody doesn't resist you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're consenting to it. It might just be out of fear. You know, women have a, a real fear that a guy might beat the shit out of them um, if they if they resist or, you know, anyway. So, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think what happened to Billy Bush for sure uh, should not have happened. I don't think he was complicit with anything. Um, Yeah, if it ever went to court, if somehow that clip was trying to be used in court, I don't know that 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 would have been evidence of anything or, or was gathered under legal means. And I just want to be clear, you know, when people when people say things about Trump that I think are meaningless and just kind of to jerk off the liberal anti-Trump, uh, side of things, I, I, you know, I talk about that too. I talk about how, uh, you know, people, people were making a big deal when he said Melania is, uh, he said something like, uh, "and Melania wanted to be here, uh, blah, blah, blah. And people were painting it like, oh, he forgot his wife was right there. Meanwhile, he was saying Melania wanted to be here and she came here with me. Um, So I I do call out. I I know you, you know, kind of quit Facebook, but I I do post things and call out like, yeah, this is bullshit. Just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean that you can uh, distort the truth to, you know, kind of support your party. I really don't think I could be wrong. I could be a hypocrite and I always try to consider that, but I really think that I'm trying to make it about the issues and not my candidate. And, and, and to further to that point, I, I think a lot of people, like I was watching this Mark Marin special. I was trying to watch it and something that really annoyed me and made me shut it off was when he said, don't you think Hillary Hillary Clinton is just an old lady who doesn't really know how to use her emails? She's Mm. a something like she's a nice old lady or doesn't know how to use emails. And I'm like, ugh, no, she's guilty of stuff too. Just because you don't like that guy doesn't mean your, your person is so fucking great. So maybe I come across as kind of a liberal jerk off, but that definitely isn't the type of person I aspire to be.
0: Now, when about to grab him by the the pee thing, yeah, I don't think he. Now maybe he did just go up to. I don't think he. I think he was trying to make a point, and that's why I think it got misconstrued. I don't think he, he may. Maybe I don't know this guy's like. Maybe he did walk him this grab, but I was thinking what he was trying to say is he, he when he was so famous and powerful, if and a woman's just talking, he was smiling at you. If he wanted to, he can just probably grab her, right in the vagina, and she might say, st- you know, she might. It might offend her a little bit, but she's not going to, you know, stop talking to him. And, you know, um, it was just really bizarre to me that... You feel uh, like
1: the reaction was painting it a way that we really can't say is is definitely the truth?
0: Well, I was trying to say, uh, you know, it was bizarre to me that Hillary Clinton, you know, Bill Clinton and everything he did, like she got praise for staying with him, but the guy, we all know, he's a poonhound. And, yeah. you know, he did, uh, you know, he probably grabbed a lot of chicks by the pussy. He probably grabbed chicks by the pussy in front of his, in front of her. She knew, you know, and yeah. it was just weird that everyone was saying, like, oh, I just grabbed by the pussy. thing. I go, what about this, what about a woman who's married to a guy who pretty much got his, got his cock sucked by every fucking, uh, fat, fucking, uh, Zumba, fuck, I was, I was gonna say Zoom <laughs> say? I, I was going. I was trying to say. I was trying to put something together. I was going to say he got his cock sucked by every fat Zumba f- Zumba class attendee, but that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm? Something like they that. didn't have it back then. Yeah,
1: or maybe they. Now um, here's the thing. Yeah, I think it's really fucked up because, um, like, not not just the fact of him, you know, loving you know, being a really horny guy, but uh, uh, Clinton uh, would just, uh, there's stories about how he would just pull his dick out, just, and just like, there's like a handrail or something, and he was next to a woman, and he just pulled his dick out and rested it on the handrail for her to <laughs> see, and he, I mean, I, I yeah, so he had some... And so I think there was a rape charge of some kind, too, that we kind of, liberals kind of gloss over, like, well, you know, he was a horny guy. We loved Bill. So, yeah, there's definitely hypocrisy there.
0: Uh, I just thought of a cool idea. This is a good way for me to (laughs) lose subscribers. Okay. This program that I use to record, you can go live on YouTube. Really? So... I think the next episode, we should go live on YouTube. I don't think people are going to... I already have 490-something subscribers, so if I'm lucky, maybe 10 of them will listen. But I think it would be pretty cool if we just...
1: (laughs) So if we go live on YouTube, what do people see?
0: Well, they won't see anything. That's the problem. I don't have a webcam. Not that anybody wants to look at my fucking chubby ass anyways, but...
1: um,
0: I don't know. But they they will be
1: able to listen to the show. Yeah. So what is there a way we could put something on the screen that says, like, the name of the show, maybe the logo? And yeah, then like that's, what I was gonna, that's
0: what I was thinking of doing. I was thinking of maybe just testing it out on one of my other accounts that so I don't have that many people and seeing if I can mess around with it and put a logo I on it. I like
1: this. It. very. You're thinking of all these ways to get it out there. I, I think this is really good, and I think, uh, yeah.
0: Well, that goes to my next that's segment, it. which is... This is a marketing podcast. Now, <laughs> marketing's very important cuz you don't just, have to market your your job, but in a way, the internet, you got to market yourself in every way every way possible, you know? And uh you know, uh well, have you ever thought did not you go to uh I don't, I don't know, I don't way uh, I
1: thought you yeah.
0: I thought, didn't you go to school for marketing or
1: I, uh, no, I didn't go to school for marketing. I mean, I, I went to college and took some classes and I took like a communications class, but no, I, I never went to school for marketing.
0: Yeah. Oh, say... Wait, are we
1: doing a bit here? Am I fucking? No,
0: this bit? is the marketing podcast we're doing right now. And, uh... oh,
1: we're doing the marketing podcast. No, but I did spend some time, uh, in retail selling computers and stuff. And I talked to a guy who was very into marketing and shit like that. And, uh, it's a weird thing because it's you're dealing with people who are manipulating other people but nobody wants to say it it's like you know the pc term for influence i mean the pc term for manipulation is influence now marketing our show is different because it's like you know getting getting it out there i I don't know maybe i'm confusing sales and marketing but seems like a lot of bullshit.
0: Uh, when I was a kid, when I first heard the term marketing, I yeah. thought when you just—I thought literally. I'm not even trying to be funny. It was—it was just when you went to markets and you just bought stuff.
1: Oh, like you went to the supermarket. Yeah, like I'm marketing right now.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Did, uh, yeah, so, did you take
1: any marketing classes?
0: No, I never took marketing. But I—I at I, my college that I. I deliver mail at. Uh, there's a finance building I go into, and there's a, a marketed mail slot, and uh, I put the mail in there, and I take the mail out and stuff. And uh, you know, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta market yourself in every, aspect possible. That's what a lot of YouTubers do, and a lot of the dating coaches, you know, these scam artists, they're really good at marketing. You know, they put out this product that, uh, we're gonna get you laid by hot chicks and all this stuff. And guys, I was one of the guys that believed it because they were just really good at marketing anybody can do it's all about money if i if we if i had enough money i can hire a actress model which some of these guys do a very attractive woman who can kind of act and i can just pretend she's my girlfriend and put out a fake video of me meeting her and i can literally have maybe a thousand guys email me and say hey man uh, i'll buy your book you know i'll buy your product i want to get a girl like that how did, how did oh, you do it oh shit is yeah. that
1: have that has anybody been found out for doing that?
0: yeah, uh so this is interesting uh there's this guy he he's from this thing called day game whatever day game for those of you who don't know, the pickup world is when you approach women you don't know during the daytime, so he has this video of him make, making out with this girl during the daytime and he like he's this professional pickup artist and ladies men, and the girl I think she accidentally did this or maybe she did she put it on her resume that she was an actress on Ooh. his thing. And it came out. So, funny thing is, on the forum, this guy posted and said, hey, dude, you've been busted. This chick uh, pretty much said that she used this on, on a resume. You hired her. And he tried to say, oh, you're a troll and everything, but then people looked into it and said, no, this is real. And then he had to come out and admit minute and say, oh, what? I'm sorry, you know, I only did it for that one video and stuff. And um, I, I, you know what the funny thing is? I watch pickup videos still they call it infield footage which yeah. is footage of them in the field Meaning, like foot- footage of them talking to girls and it's mostly fake you could tell and there's certain videos you could just tell that the the girls hired there because they never see the camera and they they walk right up to a girl and she can be like really hot like a model she's into the guy and she's you know, flipping her hair around and licking her lips like this guy's like some fucking athlete and it's so fake and i'm just like, that's you can, you know,
1: with money, you can do fake marketing, you know? Can you spot when it's, are you, do you think you're pretty good at spotting when it's fake versus when it's real?
0: It's hard to tell if, it, if it's, uh, real, because, you know, with the right, if you if you hire a professional video videographer and a, and a, and a professional actress, um, even if your acting is shitty, you can trick people. You can trick people who are gullible to say, hey, you know, uh, that, that looked real I think he really picked her up so I would say sometimes I might be wrong but usually
1: sometimes it's just so fake you know it's like it's just ridiculous right do you think that uh, you know I feel like that guy who worked for that pickup thing uh, site or video series would yeah. have Said, well, she put it on her resume because she was in the video, so technically that, like, she gets a credit for that or something. I don't know. But when you you ever go out with a wedding ring, like, go out to pick up girls and wear a wedding ring, because I hear guys get uh, get hit on when they're when girls think they're married. I think that
0: some guys just think they get hit on. Meaning that I think some guys are just gullible. Some guys, some guys probably do, but I think some guys are just gullible. And they meet a girl who's probably just wants to get married, and she probably just maybe think that's really cool, and she just sees it, maybe she smiles because you know she thinks that's what she wants i don't I don't think uh speaking of uh, well never mind um yeah okay. so so to wrap this up about uh marketed you got uh any final words for uh anybody out there who's trying to market themselves?
1: um just be the best bullshitter you can be. I guess I don't know. It's true. Marketing is
0: somewhat bullshit. It's uh, it's selling, and you you <laughs> got to sell yourself, uh, but not not prostitute stuff. But you know, you got to sell yourself somehow. So thanks for listening to the Market, marketing marketed podcast. Back with more episodes. Uh, right. Okay, so that's that's three right? There. Actually, four. Because is that what be,
1: we're calling it? The marketing podcast?
0: Well. I would look. How many podcasts you think? About? How many what if podcasts? We could have like a
1: hundred. We could have as many as we want. No, I'm right? talking. About
0: how many people you think have a marketed podcast?
1: Huh? Oh, wait a second. That's really interesting. So would this go under? Yes, not under comedy, but different under categories. Marketing? Wow. So we ha- we now, have
0: four. We have a Jesus podcast, a tools podcast. A marketed podcast and a politic podcast. So,
1: so we would put each one in those categories yes. like religion. Wow. Now that might be perfect because I don't know if you know um, this guy's podcast. I don't know. How do you feel about mentioning podcasts on this show if it's not I don't paid? Care. OK, so there's this guy who has this podcast, um, Mental Illness Happy Hour. Yeah. And um, he he's a comedian. So he's and he's interviewing comedians and it's listed, I believe, under self-help. But I think it's more of a comedy podcast. But because it's listed under self-help, I think he's like number one in that group. So this might really be like a great way to to get people's attention, because people aren't going to the religious group thinking people are going to like be saying you know, people probably go to religion and spirituality to hear uh, fucking Joel Austin or whatever his his name is and all that kind of stuff.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, you gotta do whatever you gotta do. I mean, you know, just like people use clickbait and stuff. You know, whatever you gotta do, you know.
1: Yeah, how often do you encounter clickbait?
0: All the time. Do you
1: all the time, right?
0: Yeah, it's all over YouTube, you know? Just people put pictures up of stuff. And just like I lied about the Eminem thing, which is up to 10,000 views right <laughs> now.
1: What's the Eminem thing again? I think you mentioned this. Yeah, I put... something put, Eminem's next album
0: or something? Yep, I put my songs, uh, like 14 or 15 of my last songs, into <laughs> an album, and I put it on YouTube, but I put the Eminem revival cover, and uh, it's up to 10,000 views. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: That's pretty good. Yep. So you're the YouTube king. You've got... What's your highest... Um, what's, like, the most views you have on a video? I
0: think it's the dry hump
1: one. I think. It's the dry hump video. Oh. How many do you have on that video? Uh,
0: I think 500,000 or 600.
1: 600,000. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, but that's, that... that's
0: in the course of... Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm exaggerating. It says here four hundred and sixty two thousand one hundred and thirty
1: five views. You're trying to pass that off at six hundred? Yeah, I tried I lied. He caught me. No, that's still pretty fucking so you get you make some good money?
0: No. I think I talked about this. I signed up for the they, they wouldn't let me do the revenue thing for so long. Oh, they're but...
1: not letting you do it anymore? No, they
0: are, but that I said it took so long that I missed out on all that stuff.
1: I uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the older one, but um I remember a, a while back like when there was still uh, when there was still Opie and Anthony uh, back then, or it might have been Opie and Opie Jim at that point. I'm not sure, but I asked uh, I asked Opie if he's making some money uh, yeah. on the advertising on his videos, and I guess it's 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 the tone in my voice. Is very monotone or whatever, but he took it as an offense. And I was trying to say, like, dude, I'm not trying to be passive aggressive. He's like, I can hear the passive aggressive tone in your voice. He's yeah. just a crazy person.
0: Yeah, he's paranoid. But, Everyone's out to get him. That's why he's. That's why he's doing. Uh, uh, he's doing a video podcast in front of 50 people in a bodega. But enough that's of that what fucking he's doing loser. now Yeah. So uh, now this is the uh, bef- welcome to the. Uh, bo- Performing Arts podcast. Now, never been to a theater before. Uh, as, far, as, far, as far as a Broadway show, I mean, even when I was a kid, I never went on a trip. What is your experience with Performing Arts?
1: Um, performing Arts. Let's see. And Are we uh, including stand-up comedy in this? Or, yes. Or, okay. I mean, I've seen a, a handful of... Besides... You know, open mics and things like that. I've seen a handful of uh, live comedy. I've seen uh, Colin Quinn, um, John Mulaney, uh, trying to, um, Doug Benson. Uh, J- what the fuck is his name? Did you at
0: E-Dob see Anthony Jeselnik?
1: Uh, yes, we did see Anthony Jeselnik at a casino in a theater. Uh, and we also saw Dom Irera. Yeah. And Mark Marin. Yeah, and I'm, recent... not... I'm yep. sorry.
0: I went to Electric Factory twice, and I saw, first time I saw it was uh, Tom Papa, Greg Giraldo. It was like the what was Opie and Anthony virus tour things. It was Bill Burr, Tom Papa, Greg Giraldo, <laughs> and Aerie Spears. And then the second time, it was just Mike Brabiglia, Greg Giraldo, and Bill Burr.
1: Were you there on that day uh, when Bill Burr just, no. like, went off on Philadelphia? Nah, no, I wasn't there. Okay. Mike perbigly is an interesting one because he doesn't seem like he fits in with that group. Because yeah. I remember hearing him on, uh, oh, you know what? I forgot we were doing... The, no, uh, it's program. fine. I mean, it's
0: uh, it has something to do with performing arts. Okay. He's, he's a performing artist.
1: So, Mike Birbigli, uh, uh, I saw a recent special of his, and I thought it was pretty fucking really good but uh i remember hearing clips of him on opie and anthony him and i think him he was in in the room with nick de and rich Voss, and they were just like shitting all over him and i'm like wow maybe he's not really a good fit for this group and so i'm so, kind of surprised to hear that he was on that fire store. it's interesting
0: yeah, uh, that same I, one of the episodes I heard. I think you can you can hear it on YouTube. It's called SmackDown, Beatdown, Comedy or something. They played a clip of Richard Jetty and I think this was like a few months before his suicide. He wanted to come in, and they were fucking with him, Opie and Anthony. they like, he was in a hotel, and they're like, oh, should we let him in? And they're like stalling him, and then they paused the clip, and you hear gunshots in the background, like you know, like, like he killed himself. Oh. And Mike Breggley didn't know the show was like that. He was like, "What the? He's like, are you serious? He's like, you guys do stuff like that? Oh my god!" So you can tell right there, like he just he didn't know what he was getting himself into. I guess with the famous right. sh- show, and
1: so he was on Opie and Anthony, and they were replaying that that clip. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: but but I wouldn't know. Besides comedy, so you've never been to like a, you've never seen cats or anything like that, or.
1: I've never seen like a Broadway show type of thing or, or uh, I think I've gone to like plays with, with my parents when I was younger. Um,
0: Have you ever acted at a play?
1: Only these fucking only like the stuff they made us do in school. Uh, we had to when I was in elementary school, we had to do this um, this play. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, and I had to be, like, one of the cards. And the cards in Wonderland had to have these, uh, like... I was, like, the heart card. And they made us put this fucking... uh, They made us put this, like, lipstick on our cheeks. And I remember, like, getting so uncomfortable from that. That, like, seriously... I was so uncomfortable from that, that to this day, like, it's, I'm not saying I have PTSD from it. I'm really not. But, like, it seriously fucked me up. Because, like, I remember later in high school. uh, By the way, should I be cursing less on these shows since these Uh, are not? No, it's fine. Okay. Um, It it really, like, in high school, there was something where a teacher made us, like, put on lipstick for a lip. Maybe I just have weird teachers. But, uh to do something Mm. in forensics class and um we had to god damn it i'm getting all these notifications sorry so um we these forensics class uh we had to put a a little bit of lipstick on our lips to like do this lip print and i think i think it reminded me of of that thing when i was in elementary school or or i just hate it and i was like fuck this i'm not fucking doing this and The teacher's like, all right, you're not going to get the grade. And I was the only person who didn't do it. Well, I'm proud of you that you weren't a faggot. Uh, So, (laughs) that's the only thing I want to
0: say uh, before we
1: wrap up. There goes half our audience.
0: Yeah. Uh, By the way, uh, anybody out there who's gay listening to this, I I have no problem with it, uh, especially in arts. Uh, Most of the people in theater are homosexual. That's... That makes up most of the business. I have no problem with that. But I was gonna say I was <laughs> I played George, a curious George when I was Oh you did uh when I was six or seven years old, I put on a monkey mask and I ran around on stage and made some people laugh. So I was wow. killing even when I was in uh a...
1: Do you think a... that had anything to do with you uh getting into comedy? No, but I think you... that I
0: think that it just always showed that I was always monkeying around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's, wait, that,
1: was that even a real story? Did you just say that to tell? No, no, person?
0: no. It was a real story, but I just, I just, okay. I, just made, I just threw it a joke pun. I like it, Philly's funniest. Right.
1: What's that? Philly's punniest.
0: Philly's punniest. So that would conclude the first episode of our performing arts podcast. We we'll hope you folks <laughs> are into more episodes coming soon. Yeah. All right. So that will be the I last. I like this. this so is that would be the last one we're due for. Uh. uh today that we could go through more categories uh next so time. we like
1: to keep it at what like a nice like a four-hour podcast is that our goal here
0: no I, we, we could can do ra- four we could... hours
1: every day that's what uh that's what radio shows do
0: yeah i mean we could do that but if i didn't have a job i would go all night but i just i'm not tired or anything but i just think that for this episode we should keep it you know we're already at two hours right now Damn. over two hours so but we can do video games. Oh, actually, no. Uh, we can do hobby games. And then what can, are
1: hobby games?
0: You know, like people play games for hobby uh, hobbies. Uh, like uh, I don't know, ho- like card games, like Uno and shit. You know, and all wait. Is
1: hobby games is that a category? Yeah. Are You looking at iTunes right now?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I I don't I think it's hobbies and games right?
0: Yeah. So, I'm
1: pretty sure that includes
0: and it says games hobbies. and
1: hobbies the number one podcast on games and hobbies is car talk. What the
0: fuck yeah, and then we got government we can talk about that we got health, music, we already did politics, we already did religion, science and medicine, society and culture sports technology we got a lot we got a lot of a lot of shows ahead of us,
1: Wow. We're going to be number
0: one in all the bullshit categories. That would be great. (laughs) Comedy is impossible. Unless you're a top ticket seller, it's almost impossible to be fucking, uh, you know, fucking uh, uh, on top of the charts in comedy.
1: If we could be in the top 100 of one of these scoops, I just fucking accidentally played the Joe Rogan show just now. Um, those on iTunes, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, you know what? Maybe in one of the many categories, we'll start to get some traction.
0: Yeah. So uh, I mean,
1: we're the number one podcast on iTunes, so don't let me get that wrong.
0: But, yeah. yeah. Well, number two behind the Bed Show. Right. Right. Well, but if we, uh, before, we have four podcasts together now, we might have like eight or nine, and we still have uh, less listeners to the child traffic and sex video (laughs) but do you have anything you want to uh do you have any topics or anything you have before we wrap this up
1: um let me take a look here so i've uh i'm sure i could. i'm sure we could talk all night but you've got to wake up at five in the morning you said
0: yeah i mean i'm not gonna go to bed too early i could do more but i i was thinking you know we could do another episode maybe i don't know but you're free uh
1: yeah, nice. let's do it ASAP. I'm looking here, actually. I'm trying to
0: find the. Do you like? What do you free next to do another podcast?
1: Um, I pretty much let's see what's what's tomorrow. Just pick a day, and I I may be free tomorrow, uh, Tuesday. Tomorrow or Tuesday or even Wednesday should be should oh, work.
0: Right, so maybe we do Tuesday. Maybe we do. We wait for
1: Tuesday. Oh yeah, t- Tuesday's better than tomorrow. Yeah. All right. So wait for Tuesday then.
0: Yeah. All right. So, yep. uh, do you have any? Do you have anything? Or are you,
1: you know what? I think I I think I somehow screwed up and deleted my list of stuff for today. So that's great.
0: All right. So, this is the third installment of the TLND show, and uh, we covered a lot. All right. Still no guest, uh, but listen, it's, so we're still trying to get our chemistry and our banter together. So but yeah. maybe not a bad
1: thing. Wait, did you say you're coming a lot? Is that what you said?
0: What the fuck? I didn't say
1: coming <laughs> you, you at said, all. You said you say coming in hot?
0: No. I said you I said, said that I said that uh pretty much what I said was uh before, I, said, I
1: know you said the whole thing about the show. I, I said, said
0: chemistry. That. I said so we don't have our chemistry debate. No, before that. I said, said still I said still no guest
1: before that.
0: Dude, I didn't say anything about coming.
1: I'm going to listen back. I'm going to... Something I said, along.
0: I, I, I said coming al- I said we're, we're still coming along. I think we're I said Coming back.
1: along. Okay, so you did say okay, yeah, coming. Yeah, but no, along. I didn't, I didn't say
0: it in terms of having an orgasm.
1: <laughs> I get it. All right, I understand.
0: Yeah, so dear, any final words?
1: Um, God bless. All right, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Jesus will save you. Jesus saves. All right, guys. Hopefully another episode will be recorded in two days. It's still dead. Keep uh, keep,
1: Keep touching it. Keep listening to this show. Keep listening. That's right. 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 All right. That's it. All right.